Heidi. And I'm Stefan. And this is Ice Cream Parlor, the podcast. Yes. This is the podcast where we watch scary movies and talk about them. Mm-hmm. And today we are joined by this fucker over here. <laughs> this motherfucker. So this is Buddy Chambers, but I know you as the Sultan of Sarcasm. Yes. Like, how long have we known each other? Like, uh, how many years? That was going to be one of my first questions. Because uh, I, I was, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just wondering, because I know... Stefan, you know, this is the Sultan. Yeah. Hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> so, yeah, how long have you guys known each other? We were asking each other the same question. We don't remember how we met. <laughs> I don't remember. I think I think it's been, like, what, five, five years? Yeah, it had to have been about five years, um, because I interviewed you. For yes. a job at my old shitty company. And I was probably the most awkward interview you could possibly imagine. Well, if you can imagine this, we spent the entire interview talking about how he was going to an alien, <laughs> like this movie, convention after the interview. <laughs> <laughs> I was more interested in talking about the movie Aliens than I was the actual job. So gotcha. he didn't get the job. <laughs> <Right>. Surprisingly. <laughs> so. I was I was very excited, though, talking about like pulse rifles and Bill Paxton and... <laughs> We did. Xenomorphs. Right? So uh, I don't know where the Bill Paxton comes from because I haven't watched them. So. <gasps> My gosh. Yeah. What, what position were you applying for? I don't even remember. Yeah. I think it was customer service. Oh. <laughs> I, it sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. I think I would have taken anything at that oh, particular point. Oh, I think point. it was procurement. Oh, like, yeah. Purchasing. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I... I think I spent five seconds talking about uh, the actual job and my interest in it. And the and rest, the of the rest time, was movie. Yeah. <laughs> cool. And I think we were more interested in talking about that than the actual job itself. Yeah. Doug. He met Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Doug. Doug. I, I, oh, yeah. I think I remember his bewildered kind of expression where he was just like, who's this fucking guy? Like, yes. where did you <laughs> did he say that after the interview? No, that's just he does this. <laughs> which rock did you find this guy from yeah i've met him a few times so i i kind of know where you're coming from. I, I, I didn't the, when we first met like she was always talking about her um her bosses and her job and how, how much you know like it wasn't so much that she hated it but it was yeah. like overwhelming uh, yeah it was so always much. overwhelming it was just something that was like i don't want to hear about all these <laughs> we literally we have a pretty good rapport and we communicate really well mm-hmm. and he sat me down he's like i don't want to hear that <laughs> <laughs> can we talk about something else anything else anything else <laughs> so i had to kind of check myself before i wrecked myself <laughs> but yeah Yep. Cool. So yeah, yeah, five five years, and it's mainly just been like, oh man, I think we communicate through nonsense and jokes and yeah. memes. Yeah, sending memes back and forth on Instagram mostly. Right. Yeah. And so the um, so so you're also like basically directing or making independent movies or something yourself, right? That's yeah. I was just trying to get that. She kind of gave me the gist of it, but I don't really... I sent him your IMDb. Yeah. Oh, oh, God, I'm sorry for <laughs> the I profile said, photo. I said, this is my friend. He's coming on the show. <laughs> You're like, forgive his really vain, dumb profile photo on IMDb. Is it like... Yeah, it's, it's the... I'm thinking, or am I? It's definitely not thinking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, um, I write and I... Um, Direct as well. So um, I just How, how a, long have you been writing? Oh, gosh. Since I was like four years old. Okay. How long have you been writing screenplays? Mm, 
I'd say... Fucker, I've been writing since I was four years old, too. I learned <laughs> Look, my alphabet. God. And then I learned calligraphy. Look, now God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, writing stories, like, since four. Uh, scripts themselves, I'd say 12. I used to go to... God, this shows my age. Uh, I used to go to Suncoast. <laughs> I'm old as fuck. I don't uh, know what that is. I don't is. know what that is either. Oh, my gosh. Is oh, that a Virginia thing? Because you're from Virginia, I'm from right? Virginia, yes. Uh, that's like a... Um, like a, um, a video store okay. back in the day. Um, Sounded like it. I was going to say, it's like a video rental place or something maybe? La- yeah, it was okay. the, the last one was in, um, I think the one was in Torrance at um, that I remember. What was it called? Uh, Suncoast. See, you said that and I thought it was like sunglasses. No. But that's Sunglass Hut. Suncoast. This was like, you would get like, it would be like the premier place to get videos <laughs> or... Bro, we're, we're interviewing here. Hey, hey, when nature calls, it fucking hollers. So, you do that outside. <laughs> so no, like Suncoast used to have like videos or whatever. So like when the newest movie came out, you would go there. Uh, but they'd also sell scripts. So hmm. I used to go there and just buy scripts like in bulk. And like, oh, let me buy all these. I was a total X-Files nerd as a kid. So I used to buy all those scripts in mass and just read and learn the you know basically how to write a script and then i was like okay i can do this so since 12 11 years old thereabouts there's an app called uh weekend read Mm -hmm. and what you what they do is they give you for the weekend certain scripts to read like right now i'm reading big fish oh shit you might like that oh yeah yeah so anyway, sorry, but <laughs> I was, was going to forget otherwise. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. Like, but yeah, back in the day, that was how I, I did it. It was just like buying scripts and like telling my family, like, look, buy all this shit. Trust me. It's an investment. And just kind of teach myself like how to read and like how scripts are formatted and everything. And then it became like movie scripts. And then so since that age, basically it was on. And um, I think the first movie that kind of like, I mean, it's so fucking cliche. It kind of lit a fire under my ass was uh, watching Pulp Fiction was like a revelation. Well, yeah, Pulp Fiction is very impactful. If I think we're all about the same age. Like at yeah. our age, when we came out and we saw, we probably saw it like maybe right away. Yeah. It uh, really yeah. fucking hit you hard. I didn't get the chance to see it like in the theaters when it came out. That I wasn't um, fortunate enough to, you know. My parents were a little bit restrictive on like movies and what they're rated. His parents and all actually that. cared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ours, so, ours didn't give a shit yeah. about us. <laughs> so I did see it eventually, but I didn't get a chance to see it in the theater like yeah. in the ninety what two no ninety four ninety four yeah ninety four yeah so, um, but yeah, big fan of that movie. I well. I remember I saw it uh, I saw it originally with a friend, and then I was just like, "What the fuck? You mean you can do this in a movie? You mean you can get away with this? Wait, what?" And then like the way the narrative. Uh, the narrative is structured is just amazing. I mean, the soundtrack, everything is just kick-ass in that movie. So then, because I'm obsessive personality, I basically uh, started watching that movie. That we had a theater called the Virginian in Virginia, Fredericksburg, Virginia. That is so fucking original. It's I know. blowing my mind. I, I know, right? They were burned the midnight oil on that name. So, but they would show <laughs> movies for like seventy-five cents. So I would go, like, I'd tell my grandfather, okay, it'd be, like, 11 o'clock. Okay, I'm going to go watch Pulp Fiction. Was this back in 1926? <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> 700. No, but I, I, um... Did you buy uh, ice cream for a nickel? <laughs> I wish. Uh, but, no, like, it was, it, 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 it was, like, dirt cheap. 
So I would just like go to the theater at 11. My grandfather would drop me off and I'd be like, okay, it's 11. I'm going to watch two showings of this movie today <laughs> and I'll see you at five. Okay, later. And so basically I would just be at the theater and then do the same shit Sunday. Um, so, and that happened for months. <laughs> Shit, my grandfather got me a job. <laughs> he put me to work. <laughs> I know, like, and my grandmother went with me to go see Pulp Fiction, like, at really? least three times. Yeah, they were very uh, liberal in terms of uh, what they, I mean, they let me watch the most fucked up shit you can possibly imagine. Well, the first PG movie I ever saw was actually with my grandparents. They they took me to go <laughs> see. You guys. Yeah. <laughs> they, well, you guys were like... <laughs> Twins, like I swear, it's been it, the weirdest evening. I remember this really clearly because I, I, you know, I was aware of like ratings and whatever, and yeah. like I knew, like, oh, I can't even watch PG. Like, what age do I can, can I watch PG? So then I'm who, who, no, PG 13 <laughs> was PG 13, but PG was like, I don't e? know, that's what I'm saying. My mom was pretty strict, so it was like G rated and nothing but that for quite some time. But then okay. my Who Frame Roger Rabbit came out, oh, fuck. Um, and I, my, I went to go spend like the I don't know, weekend or a week or so at my grandparents' house, and they went and took us to the theater. Yeah. <laughs> and you uh, guys saw Who Frame? You watched that with the Yeah, with my grandparents, yeah. And that was, like, the highlight of my life at that time because I was like, High this five. is my first PG movie. I <laughs> was like, That yes. movie's, like, all boobs. <laughs> I, I love that movie. Like, I remember, And violence. But that's why it was awesome. Like, I remember I saw that in the theater because... Hold on. I, awesome I, because of boobs and violence. Got it. Yes. Those are prerequisites for any good movie. <laughs> Boobs and violence, not necessarily in that order. Um, but I um, I remember I saw that movie, too, and I was like, it was kind of fucking with my mind because, I mean, when did you see, you know, Looney Tunes characters mm-hmm. with Disney characters interacting? It was like the first great crossover yeah. event ever. Yeah. And then um, I think the part that fucked with me with and uh, we framed Roger Rabbit was, and I still fucks with me to this day, is the goddamn shoe being put into the dip. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it still fucks with me. Yeah, I was like, the shoe had no fucking chance. And he just puts it in there. It made me hate Christopher Lloyd for years. I, I was really freaked out when his hand turns into the buzzsaw or whatever. Yes. And his eyes go crazy. That was one of the things that uh, oh stuck gosh. with me. And I was always scared of that scene. You guys are such babies. <laughs> high-pitched voice. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. That's right. That movie's amazing. Yeah. But, so that was the first movie I got to see. Too that was similar. PG. I can't do this. And uh, I remember that, like, uh, again, it was like a big, I was like, oh, my grandparents are so cool. They took me to see a PG movie. Like, I, Well, so what was the rating on Child's Play? R. Oh, yeah. No. yeah. I skipped PG, I guess. Yeah. I went straight to- you went straight to R. You're like, you're like my family. I mean, my, my grandmother used to watch Oz with me. and Really? Oh, yeah. She was like, and my grandfather was kind of like, dude, I'm, I'm kind of out on this. I'm not watching this. But my grandma was like, oh, yeah, like men in prison, fucking naked. Oh, yeah, I'm all over this. Holy shit. She's she's a badass. So we. She, Did you give her batteries every. <laughs> I'm like season one's done. Here you go. Here's the batteries. <laughs> but I. I uh, Are you looking at me so surprised? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember she was like watching the show. She was like, "Fuck! I feel like I've seen my I've seen them more naked than I see myself. Like there's nothing but dicks in the show all over. And that's why she liked it. Which show is this? Oz. Oh, um, the HBO. Uh, prison show right 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 yeah i'm not too familiar with that i know i know the name now that you know it was like one of hbo's first shows i think it was their first drama yeah yeah and she was like all over it because she was like oh let's see penises and shit penises and violence and 
dude's working out all the time in the gym. She's like, I'm in on this show. <laughs> oh my God. My, my grandparents didn't watch a lot of movies. They're yeah. too old school, which is why they had 16 kids. <laughs> well, they were busy. Yeah. You know, priorities. <laughs> exactly. All right. So you fucking write movies, right? Yes. You just wrote Blood Money. Yes. My apologies for calling it Money Train, however. I was like, yeah. That. I was like, did I write the Chris Tucker movie? <laughs> That, it, Money Train, isn't that like the... the Chris Tucker movie. With, um... Oh, that's Chris Tucker movie. For some reason, I was thinking it was like the one with George Clooney and Jennifer Lopez. Maybe you're right. I think, I, I, remember Jen, I think Jennifer Lopez... For sure, Jennifer Lopez is in that movie. Then it was that one. Yeah. 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 You're Not right. Chris you're Tucker. right. Chris Tucker was Money something else, but something probably stupid. Yeah, he was in a couple of... Uh, yeah, I can't he was remember. in like a lot of back-to-back movies after yeah. Rush Hour, and they were not as good as make, Rush Hour. Make money, sell out. Yes, <laughs> I love Chris Tucker, but um, yeah. but yeah, no, like yo, I was like when I heard that, I was like Money Train. Shit, I wish I named the script Money Train. <laughs> Fuck, I, can I go back and change it in post? <laughs> so tell me about so, blood, blood Money. Blood Money, right? Uh, blood Money is basically um, I'm trying to like comp- uh, don't compare it to anything else. Just tell us what you feel about it. Oh, no, I love it. It's uh, basically a uh, starts with a, a character that uh, a girl that robbed from the wrong person that happens to be related to a cartel member. Like and she's kidnapped? No, no, no. She steals money from oh, a, gotcha. steals okay. from a cartel member and then um, starts. Uh, she has a bounty on her head and then tries to have to fight her way out uh, because between two rivals that are trying to collect said bounty on her head. Mm. And it's kind of like... Um, just trying to fight her way out and um, survive the night. And I kind of was very inspired by like uh, different like 80s movies that I've seen. Um, very heavily influenced by um, Thief by Michael Mann. Uh, I haven't seen that. Great fucking movie. Yeah, with James Caan. I don't think I've seen that one either. That's a kick-ass film. I'm write yeah. it down. Thief? Thief. Um, okay. Also to kind of the endings kind of reminiscent of, you guys have seen this movie, The Thing. I actually I haven't, haven't seen, seen that either. <gasps> Funny enough, like, God, yeah. I'm a fucking heart attack. <laughs> We uh, so the list Jesus. of movies that we have. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> dramatic fucker. <laughs> he does write fucking yeah. movies. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we uh, she says this a lot. Like this podcast is from the view of a fan, not a an expert. We're fans, not experts. We okay. like you know, yeah. like there's tons of movies on this list of horror movies that we put together that yeah. I've not seen at all. She's a little bit more of a fan than I am. I, yeah. I've I've always I been intrigued by horror, horror movies. tattooed all over my body. Yeah. Because it's my thing. But I'm not an expert. I'm yeah. just a fan. Yeah. So I enjoy them. I don't have to try to remember everything. The cool thing for me about this podcast is that this is how I'm getting to go back and finally see these movies that I've either missed out on or didn't was too young to understand or yeah. whatever at the time. So the thing is definitely on our list. And it actually, when in watching yes. Alien last night, um, it popped up as like one of the suggested yes. movies. Um, yeah. And yeah. also we did... Halloween last episode so I was yeah. so John envious Carpenter. when I heard that I, I was like fuck I was like I love that goddamn movie <laughs> like I I love how simplistic that movie is but uh it's very effective and I've seen I that's the all word of them. it's effective yeah it's very effective I tried to watch all of them before and I skipped out you on did. a few oh my God. which one did you uh dip out on um well technically I was just trying to go in order um and but he's Frugal, so if yes. he had to pay for them, yeah, he didn't watch. I was trying to watch it for free. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> uh, 
the what was it? The H two O and the Resurrection one were ones yes. that you still had to pay for, so I didn't get a chance to see those ones. But pretty much you're every other much. other one. No, you're what's that? Dead. No, yeah. Well, I've seen them before, and that's what I said in the podcast. Is I definitely had watched them, and those ones are a little bit more in my Dude, memory. You guys aren't even wearing the same shoes. Oh, get the fuck out of here! Are we really? Well, so oh shit! Great minds think so, alike. So is half of California, though. But I mean, yeah, we all wear bands. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's a, that's a little bit of a reach. Y'all been picking on me all night. <laughs> we we traded notes. You're both from Florida at some point. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. Winter Park. That's actually where I, my band used to practice was a couple exits down from there on Longwood. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. I, I lived near um, – well, initially, backstory, I I was uh, – I grew up in Frexburg, Virginia, which is like this colonial town. Um, the most famous Does person. Is that mean racist? Yes. Uh <laughs> I didn't say that, um, but they're they're colonial. You're passable they're, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're, what did you call yourself? A Gringo Rican. Gringo Gringo Rican. Yeah. So they thought I was Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, but oh, you're passable. They're like, oh, you're Mexican. I'm like, no, Puerto Rican. Mexican? What part of Mexico is that? Is that near Mexico? <laughs> so Jesus. yeah. So no, it's it's a very small town. Um, I have a lot of love for it still. Um, but the small, the best, like the most famous person to ever come out of Frexburg was Danny McBride, and he went to a school that's not in the city. Gotcha. So he like basically went to a goddamn private school. Um, but I spent a couple of years in um, Orlando in Winter yeah. Park. Uh, do you know where um, you had to? You grew up there. Um, um, was it Full Sail? Full Sail. Did you go to Full Sail? My friend did. Okay. And then I, I was, we were near there on on um, Winter Park Villas. Mm-hmm. So it's like so, down the street. So what were you there for? Just right there to fuck around. Oh. Because okay. <laughs> my yeah. friend's like, hey, I mean, I just wanted to get out of uh, Frederiksberg at that point. It was like, gotcha. it was yeah, like going yeah. to college, essentially. I've met a lot of people that ended up in Florida, if not Orlando, Daytona, or surrounding cities that, that that was exactly it. They just wanted to change the scenery and they wanted to get, you know, maybe down to the beach or something. And um, yeah, so I've, I've, it, funny enough, I've seen a few people that definitely have. So what made you want to invade my that? city? Yeah. <laughs> you you didn't ask me the question about your uh, Orlando. <laughs> what was what the fuck is up with Orlando strip clubs? It's oh. garbage. Yeah, completely <laughs> it's garbage. Yeah. Garbage. Like the uh, the worst. The only one I've ever been to, um, and it was the last one I ever went to, because basically it's a tourist city. So you yeah. the girls have to wear they have to wear pasties. pasties. There's no such thing as a uh, lap dance. Um, right. They table dance, but that's not really. No, like, they're doing it wrong. And they, they, I don't think you guys went to strip. Like, clubs. I don't wanna, no, we did. You guys <laughs> were at McDonald's or something. This no, is the, no. but they're, the strip clubs in um, Orlando are basically Disney. You can't get bottomless. Yeah, you have to wear pasties. Yeah, and I remember I went. So just to, go to a regular bar. I mean, you could just watch porn yeah. at home. Or in your phone. Like, I remember I went to one called Dancers Royale. Yeah, I know exactly where that it, is. It is the size of my kitchen. And it was Big the most... Your kitchen. Bigger kitchen. It's all than, relative, it's, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's tiny. And I just remember this... I felt really bad as a person because, like, I just... I, um, these girls just started dancing and one girl looked like she was, like, about to pop a kid out. Just practically <laughs> throwing her umbilical cord around. Wow. It was very... It was, it was more or wow. less... It was less arousal and more like curiosity. No, it was sadness where I was just like, wow, what? And, you know, I kind of had to become a dad. I'm like, what went wrong in your life? Where <laughs> you guys are at a dance for money and you're practically about to give birth and like, you're around a bunch of 
awful old Not men. Not to be too gross, but sometimes pregnant women can be real good looking. I don't know about that. And attractive. Yeah. I mean, to they, each his own, I, but I don't I know. I mean, but. I'm not saying I forward the video or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I skip it. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I feel less inclined to ask for a lap dance and more inclined to, like, call for an ambulance so she can give birth. Yeah. It was kind of depressing. <laughs> I've been to a bunch of the ones in Orlando for only because maybe I was some friend, but, like, I never wanted to go, like, <laughs> just because I know the... But so I would go to, like, Tampa. I, I went to school out there for a little bit, and I lived yeah. out there. So uh, Dale Mabry and... Uh, Ybor City, yeah, oh, downtown yeah. Tampa. They got a lot of good strip clubs. They stay open till like 5 a.m. Uh, it's full nude, full contact. I mean, I've had actually a lot of good experiences <laughs> in, in uh, these strip clubs in Tampa. You have to and, escape Orlando. Yeah. Is that why we didn't go to Tampa? Like, what the uh, fuck, bro? Why are you holding no, out on me? <laughs> He's like, we did not go to Tampa. <laughs> I, I actually ran into Macho Man Randy Savage in the strip club in Get Tampa. Get the fuck out of yep, here. Yep, I was at, uh, it was called Mons Venus. Was he Was he um, in full wrestling? Wait, he was it's called in Mons what? Venus. <laughs> V-E-N-U-S, like the planet. <laughs> why? What is that? What's no, that? it's just so gross of a name. Mons Venus. You know the that. Uh, maybe I don't you know understand. What the Mons what is? No, I don't. It's a part of the vagina. Oh, okay. I'll I'll, I'll draw it for you. But you know you know what you're getting. <laughs> was he in full wrestling yeah. gear? He was in full wrestling gear. Was yeah. he really? He was, yeah, he had the 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 Did tassels and everything. No, no, that would have been awesome. No, no. yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, he was. Uh, he had an entourage of people with him, a bunch of uh, hot chicks that were with him that all came in and whatever. And uh, he just, you know, got a little VIP corner. But if you've ever been inside this Mons Venus strip club, it's just one big room. Oh, nice. Like, like they don't even have technically a private section. So it's just, it's just uh, seating all against the wall and the walls are all glass. So when you go in, it looks like it's 20 times bigger than it mm. is because it's all the reflections. Uh, but there's no private rooms. If you get a dance, you just go on the side of the wall and they do the right there so um there's no obviously i guess in one way there's no you know um chance for like any extras you know there's no uh like champagne room over there or something like that for you to get a little hand job or something yeah yeah but mons venus was known to have some of the best looking girls so people would uh you know did he cut a promo on, like, one of the girls? No, I, he, was I, he was real, it was, like, real <laughs> private. I didn't really go up and, like, talk to him or do anything like that. Um, he just kind of came in with his... Yeah. Snap it to a vagina. Dig it! <laughs> oh, my God. It's like Crunchy Cunts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my new band, Crunchy Cunts. All right, so blood money. Really yes. quick, before we get into why we're here. Yes. Blood money. What are you looking to do with that film? Uh, submit it to different festivals. Uh Get it on Amazon eventually, but uh, right now we're in the process. Uh, we just finished uh, editing mm-hmm. and and uh, scoring, which like we were doing that like way into like the AM, <laughs> like this week. Uh, but yeah, we wanted to submit to different festivals, shop it around. So sweet, I like the score. So is this um, like your own independent company thing, or are you working through? Right, some? you have twenty six reels. Twenty six right? reels, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my production company. So okay. I've done. This will be the third film for twenty six reels. Cool. Um, so yeah, I just mean, feature like film full length, like feature films, or is this uh, like, features and shorts? This yeah. one's a short. Okay. Um, and then this one, like, um, basically, it's funny. Like the uh, one of the characters in the movie was supposed to be a male, um, and then we started getting 
two of the characters are female in the script, but one was supposed to be a male. And then we just started getting the different like auditions. And as I was kind of sifting through it, I was like, girls are really phenomenal. Like, let me just change the gender around. And then, you know, where I feel like sometimes Hollywood can be a bit, um, how do I say this? Marketing based. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I felt like this was more organic where it was just more like I saw the talent and feels good. Yeah, exactly. It felt Mm. good. And I was like, ah, you know what? Does it have to be a guy? And then it just, it kind of added another element to the movie that I didn't initially see. And I think it plays really well. Well, I dig the fuck out of that. I feel I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a chick, right? So, yeah. but also, um, Ripley, oh, Ripley. Ripley. Yeah. was supposed to be a dude. That it was a character written yeah. for a dude. So that very much ties into what we're doing here today. Absolutely. Um, I think a lot of people generally like to underestimate what women can do. Um, so I greatly appreciate when the opportunities like that come up and people say, nope, this just feels right. Yeah. Yeah, I always I always try to have uh, strong women in my movies, um, mainly just because I grew up in a family full of strong women. Mm-hmm. Uh, my grandmother that'll is like, do it. Yeah, my grandmother's the toughest fucking woman I've ever met in my life. Um, human being, uh, she was five two, maybe maybe one hundred and five pounds tops, uh, but the absolute most savage warrior I've ever met. Just ferocious. Um, and uh, I always, and I came from also, I have a lot of strong aunts in my family, uh, you know, like different like cousins and everything. So uh, my family is very strong in terms of like uh, the female side of the family. So I, always, I grew up around that and I always try to apply that to what I write um, with strong women, no damsels in distress, which just makes me sick. Well, ain't that fucking sweet. Hell I, fucking yes. I, I dig it. I fucking dig it. So... You have, you were from Virginia. Yes. You went to Florida. You've invaded my territory. I have. Um, But you mentioned being in Miami with lots of shady individuals (laughs) when you were in the restroom. Please elaborate. Well, you told me you went to Calle Ocho. Yes. When you visited Miami. For the Cox. For the Cox. (laughs) (laughs) they're six foot roosters i know we've been over this before i think this is on one of our previous episodes (laughs) well well she she mentioned calle ocho and she just had this innocent look on her face uh when i lived in miami i don't know that's just what i look like (laughs) (laughs) she's just like oh yeah i went to calle ocho i'm like yeah, Oh yeah, because Kaya Ocho when well, at least when I lived there, maybe it got cleaned up since I've left. She brought her kids and everything. <laughs> <laughs> come see come see where these street workers. We are. stayed on Kaya Ocho, but we swam in South Beach. It was beautiful. Did I had you, such a great time. Were you, were you careful about what you slept in when you slept in those places in Kaya Ocho? The sheets were crunchy. I don't know. We had an Airbnb. I think it was a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, it was than, an Airbnb. We were in like, it was some, like, like a family shitty motel or something. Or yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. So we think anyway. I'm just saying. Kayocha was where all the hookers used to be. And that was, if you wanted a you sheet. fucking missed it. Yeah, you missed, you missed the, missed the mother load. They're fucking sex workers. It's a legitimate way to make money as long as you're doing it because you want to exactly i'm not knocking, I'm not knocking the business hookers. well it's the oldest fucking profession <laughs> I, I feel like and if you're were... doing it willingly yes 
it's all good. I feel like it's all in, intent. Like the thing is cool words are cool words. Slang is slang for a reason. Like we don't all want to talk like the Oxford dictionary. So <laughs> exactly. part of being this whole respect what it is, is like, yeah, but you're taking away from the cooler word that we could be okay. using sex worker. That's fine. Yeah, you're, you're, but like, just, just, you're taking all the fun out of yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, as I'm not going to call it like hooker. vagina, but I mean, pussy sounds so much better, you know? <laughs> so I mean, should I say trollops? It's trollops. <laughs> that trollops has a negative look as long as you're coming from a nice place yeah. as long as you're coming as well that I think too. it's That's the, the whole purpose of the profession. I think it's the intention and the tone of voice and how you say it. So, you know, if you say hooker and it sounds good. Well, like, we're very pro Say bitch, hooker like in, in, in this, this way. It's, this show is very in pro In this hooker. household, yeah. we're very pro hooker. So, this I podcast think, is pro hooker. Last week I said, everybody please be hoes. I mean, yeah. we're very, by, by all means, by as all you means. said. I said, I said, all means, be hoes. Um, but it's just about making sure you're doing it for yourself. Of course. You know, as long as it's safe and it's you know what you want to do because unfortunately there's a lot of fucking shit that goes on just oh, yeah. like two weeks ago in our neighborhood there was a woman who posted that somebody was kidnapping uh women and children oh shit because they're uh trying to get more people for like sex trafficking or something oh, Jesus. and that's fucking real so that's why I said, as no. long as it's your fucking choice, do what the fuck you want and just wear a fucking condom and dental dams. But a hobby. Dental, dental dams? Yeah, cheers. Cheers. Cheers, cheers to dental dams. <laughs> yes, <we>? please. <laughs> so, yeah. you being from, um, well, you having lived in Florida for a while. Yeah. And Stefan, you, same. Yeah. Because you guys are fucking twins. <laughs> we went to this restaurant called, was it Shake Shack? Steak and shake. Steak and shake. Which? This fucking restaurant. We were in line for the drive-thru for like an hour. And we finally got the food. And this was our first night there. We had traveled all day with kids. Yeah. We hadn't gotten to it where we were going to stay yet. Where I'm just like, I'm fucking hungry. He's like, you got to try this restaurant. Well, get there. I wasn't, I wasn't trying hour, to try the restaurant. <laughs> an hour in line. And then they... Fucking fucked up the order. They got everybody <laughs> else's food except for mine. How long? Okay. Question. <gasps> was the line long? No. We, so they were just incompetent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was it was the worst service at any steak and shake. But I also, like, we were just trying to find the closest thing to us that we yeah. could eat. Yeah, and yeah. That was, but wasn't he, like, um, he's like, but he's like, let's go to the closest thing. But we passed the Wendy's because it looked <sighs> like it, it was, it was cracked out. It's steak it and shake. It was cracked out. It's steak and shake or a Waffle House. Yeah. Like, have you guys ever been to a Waffle House? I have, yeah. We live by uh, Roscoe's. I've, no, I've tried no. to explain to her Waffle, waffle House, but, um, the, yeah. The amazing ghetto-ness that yeah. Waffle House can be. But I live by Roscoe's. No, but... And I've had Roscoe's. No, but Waffle House... On a house, fucking Sunday. No, Waffle House is next level. If you ever, if you ever YouTube Waffle House and fights... You'll yeah. see why. Waffle House is a, it's a Southern, uh, what delicacy is it? <laughs> yes, yes, it is. <laughs> like, and you see one, like, going when you travel, like, I remember I was traveling from Virginia to uh, Florida when I moved. <laughs> you see one, like, every, like, every five seconds. Yeah. It's like, it's like more plentiful than Starbucks, even. Yeah. There's, really? Yeah, yeah. There, there's one every, everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's from Florida, throughout Georgia, um, all the the whole southern area. I don't know. Well, it's like Cracker Barrel, right? Well, there's a lot of those too. There's a lot of crackers there. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's a, it's its own thing, Florida. You know, everybody knows that. Yeah. Type in Florida, man, whatever, right. or just we, like we were dumb there. shit. Some Florida. weird shit. Yeah. Like, I yeah. well, like Casey Anthony was oh, like yeah. my neighbor, <laughs> like near, she, near me. Yeah. yeah, I know. She was, uh, yeah, not too far down the road from... Uh, so uh, like, you're like, like gonna kill your kids, huh? <laughs> if I had any <laughs> that you're aware and of. that I'm aware of, probably scattered <laughs> across the continental United States that I don't know. Well, of. you are half brown. That's right. <laughs> so there's got to be at least a couple scattered around. <laughs> Maybe a couple in LA that I don't know of, but probably not. I hope I don't see them until they turn eighteen. I don't want to pay that child support money. You're still gonna have to pay back child support. Fuck. Damn. Damn. Why'd you have to dampen my spirits? <laughs> Look, fuck, I I I never got child support. <laughs> my kids are almost out the house. I didn't even get shit. <laughs> fuck, you got a raw deal. Hey, sure as fuck did. That's oh, what happens man. when you go raw. Um, <laughs> <laughs> raw deal, literally. <laughs> well, all right. So we're gonna take a quick break and then we will be right back. We will let you know what the fuck we're watching. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we'll be right back. And we're back. Yes, we're back. And God fucking damn, that's a good movie you got going. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be amazing. I think everybody should fucking watch it when it comes out. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, Check it so out. we'll put down the link to whatever you have in our show notes and awesome. um, yeah. and all that stuff. And we'll send it out on our newsletter. Woo-hoo. So awesome. Thank it's, you. Uh, it's not out yet? Or not yet. What, do you have a release date for it? Or uh, We literally just uh, got it wrapped up like this week in terms of like the the score um so you just wrapped it up just wrapped it up cool so yeah it's it's just been wrapped up right now this week so, so what's the process I, I never made a movie before uh basically the process is well for me at least write script then go through the hassle of uh auditioning which uh which is very very fun sometimes because i've had some fun experiences with that um never do an open audition ever <laughs> never do that especially in and especially in Los Angeles. So what does that mean? You just say, hey, I'm... Um- All the crazies come out? Yes. Yes. I've, I've had an open... Oh I've had an open audition. Okay, fuck this. I got So does that mean everybody? Like, anybody can just show up? Like, I could show up? You could yeah. show up. Yes. Yeah. Every Yahoo in Los Angeles could show like, up. Like, not... No SAG no or nothing? No representation like, or anything? Just- like, <laughs> someone that just rolled out of bed and just wanted to come for an audition. Be an okay. How bad did it smell there? <laughs> You it know was, I'm right. No, no, you're 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 100 right. We had okay. So initially, um, you guys are familiar where the Stella Adler is, and um, what's it like? It's like basically like a theater. So we held the audition there, mm-hmm. and initially we we intended for it to be two hours long. Five hours later, wow. we realized we made a complete mistake by having an open audition <laughs> because you would get some of the craziest fucking people. Um, Mind you, I did find the actor I was looking for because he coincidentally happened to go with one of his friends who was also really did a really great audition. But he was like, his friend's like, hey, why don't you audition too? And he's like, oh, fuck it. Why not? And he was fantastic. So I found him early on, but I had to be nice and finish out everyone that showed up. Mm. That always seems to that be like sucks. how things happen, right? Like somebody yeah. shows up with somebody else and then they they just blow everybody's you know minds or whatever yeah so i was cool. like i was like this guy is gonna be this guy's gonna be my fucking killer in the movie because he was auditioning for the part of the killer but you would also get total fucking crazies like this one guy he's i'm sure he's not listening to the podcast uh this guy his name was taurus <laughs> so like, 
Tourist or Taurus? Taurus, like the sign. Taurus. Oh. So on he purpose? was like, huh? On purpose. <laughs> he told me that was his name. He was like, but it sounded like, I mean, I feel bad kind of saying this, but it was kind of like hooked on phonics because <laughs> he would, he would, he, he, like the actors that were, uh, that already had the parts, they came to read, uh, to kind of get a feel to for who's going to be mm-hmm. working with them. So basically the plot of this movie is in the confines of a car. We had two, we had two chairs in the front to represent the front and the back, you know, the front mm-hmm. of the car, the killers in the back and the, the person on Taurus is auditioning for the killer. So he's sitting in the back. And I'm sitting across from everybody at a table with the script in my hand. And I'm trying to be as professional as seemingly possible. And this guy just goes, I'm just going to act like this is the script. And his eyes were kind of cross-eyed. So it kind of like added to the whole thing. (laughs) So it's like, he was, he was just like, do you know who I am? (laughs) Well then. (laughs) You have crazy fucking eyes, man. I shouldn't have to introduce myself and I took I try to be as professional as I can be but even in that moment I had to put the script over my face and thought laughs and uh, one of my actors was laughing because he was trying he was but he was like the guy couldn't see him but he was just like this he was like looking at me like what the fuck and then we had then like another thing that we had for that day because that day was the day from hell uh, we had, we had, uh, that was a five hour day, five hour day from hell. That should have only been two. And then we, but of course I didn't plan this out at all because it's everybody showed up and then you just had to get through everybody. Yeah. So I had to, at any point in time, you can't just like cut it off and say, Hey, get the fuck out. Over. <laughs> yeah. Like, is that like legally you're not allowed to or something or it's just, no, it's just it because it, of that's just what you did. It's just courteous. Whatever, yeah. Mm, I'm, I'm too courteous. So I was just like, okay, let me just plow through this. Uh, we had actors that would ad lib too much. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had one guy that he read the script and he seemed like he understood it, but then he's just like, he's reading it. And I guess he felt like he was too cool for the material. So he's like putting all his own words in there and everything. Yeah. Basically yeah. the whole thing is make a right. He's like, make a right. No, 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 no. You're going left. Right. No, no, no. Right. Right. Not left. Right. <laughs> And then and this is going on for like five minutes practically. Oh, that's <laughs> and I'm like, and then he like he he uh, he says one of the names of the characters, right? Um, the actress was there, and he's like, "Oh, what's your name, Courtney? Ooh, sounds like the name of a hot ass bitch. I'm trying to fuck." And she's like, <laughs> "That's it's, bad." And I'm just kind of like, "I don't remember this being in the script, dude." <laughs> I was like, "I don't remember being a misogynist being a part of the script." Like, I don't remember that's part that. Did I write that? <laughs> so, you, you know, you had that. And then you had dudes that were just like, we had this guy that was looked fantastic. And he read the script outside. And I was like, this guy's going to be fucking great. Uh, he's a big motherfucker. And he had this wife beater. And I was like, okay, this guy's going to look imposing. He comes in. Oh, no. And he just starts going. I, when he read the script, he must have interpreted it as a different movie than what I had on paper. Because, I mean, look, I'm pretty profane, but... He made my script. I mean, he, even I was taken aback. He was just like, I'm like, you, got, you read the script? Yeah, yeah, I'm great. Okay, go. I got this. 
Yeah, motherfucker, get on your motherfucking knees, motherfucker. Yeah, that's right. This ain't fucking Tarantino. (laughs) I mean, Tarantino would even be like language. Like this this guy is just like, fuck, yeah, get down the fucking ground on your fucking knees. Yeah, motherfucker, lights out, motherfucker. And none of this is in my script. Like, I mean, I think I had maybe 20 F-bombs, not like 20 a second. And this guy just read the script totally differently. And I just was like, kind of just like this. Maybe watching. not this guy. I was just kind of like, we'll let you know. I always wonder about that with actors. Like, you know, it's kind of, um, you know, for them, it's like taking a risk by going yeah. outside of the box. Mm-hmm. And, but then sometimes, you know, that's what you know, people agree on. They're like, oh, wow, this guy really is good. Just let him do his thing or whatever. But, but like, you have to know yourself that you're taking a big risk by, you know, not following the exact words on page. Yeah. I mean, they're basically not only they're risking putting themselves out there and being very vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a very, like you said, it's a very vulnerable thing and they're risking constant rejection. And Mm -hmm. in some cases it works. I I had a actress that uh, auditioned and um, for another part for another movie and she actually, okay, this is going to sound crazy, but. We did crazy. But in hindsight, mm-hmm. and, and, and in my interpretation of this, it really worked. So she, um, she she's basically um, auditioning for, I think the character was a mom, if I'm not mistaken, but the mom kills the husband, spoiler. So um, she, she kills her husband. So the scene where she has a gun. Mm. Uh, she's auditioning and she's, uh, she's really good. Uh, I kind of look down to look at the script as I'm as, as as she's auditioning for a split second. I look up and she's got a fucking gun in her hand. No, I was just about to say she yeah. had a fucking gun. She brought a fucking gun in. Oh my god! And the person that was working as security, I was like, you didn't bother to check that she had a fucking gun. <laughs> and he's like, well, I mean, what was it? It was in her purse. I go, dude, she could have like like I mean, mind you, it was it wasn't real, but I was just like. That's, That's crazy. fucking that, crazy. That was badass. Like she, she, she had the gun in her hands, and I was like, uh, my friend and I who were there, we're just like, but Holy you know what? Shit. It completed the look, and you saw it, and yeah. you said, yeah, this fucking works. Yeah, I get it. It's ballsy. I get it. It's ballsy, yeah. and I was like, wow. I was like, I would never have thought to bring a fucking gun in, mm-hmm. and it was a badass moment. And I was like, I always had uh, incredible respect for that actress afterwards. Um, because she, yeah. she had a fucking gun. Yeah. <laughs> she had a fucking gun. What am I going to say? No. It's <laughs> a, great. Yeah. It's a fine line. Like sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't, yeah. you know? And some, I guess in a lot of ways I respect when the actors try at least, you yeah. know, like um, even if they're not getting the role, they're not trying to, I guess, um, uh, you know, change what they're about, their essence. You yeah. know what I mean? Like as an actor, they're trying mm-hmm. to keep themselves, you know, and I, I hear stories from like other people who, um, not people that I know, but like, you know, people that talk about auditioning for movie roles or whatever. Um, and sometimes that's exactly what they're doing. They're not trying to sell out their image or the, what they're mm-hmm. about. Um, so they kind of bring their flavor to the table. And if, yeah. if they don't like it, then they don't like it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, but uh, yeah, it's got to be, you know, sometimes I wonder, like I said, I've never auditioned for anything. I'm not an actor. I just, you know. I did some auditions for like voiceover stuff for like um, audiobooks. Yeah. Oh, sweet. And I did some of them. And then the ones that I did initially, like I auditioned for them. I got them no fucking problem. And then they were like just weird ass fucking books. Right. But then after that, I started auditioning for some other ones. I think I submitted maybe three other ones and yeah. I didn't get them. And I was like. Fuck this shit. <laughs> this I'm not fucking yeah. doing this. I fucking quit. 
Yeah, but I know I feel like and everything too. Yeah, so. yeah. Yes. But um, I, I kind of want to get back into it because yeah. I really did enjoy even the process, even though it, it was kind of weird. And I like talking. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, so I would like to continue doing it, but it is having to prepare for a lot of rejection. Yeah, and I don't handle rejection well. <laughs> I, get I, out of here! I fall into like somewhat of a depression, and you're kind of like. I have three hours and I'll mourn this and then I get over it kind of yeah. thing. Like you have to have like a healthy approach to it, of course. Yeah, yeah. But it is, does it take its toll. And that's just fucking audio books that I just got into it because it just fell into my lap. Not yeah. because I was my dream. So I can only imagine how hard it is right. for these people to be like, this is what I want. Yeah. I want to be on fucking blood money or money train. And I, <laughs> that's going to be, the, I want to change the title to money train, <laughs> blood money train, blood money train. And it's like, I, I want to do this. This is the rule. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. Oh fuck. I didn't fucking get it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's very vulnerable and they're putting themselves out there. And I, I have like, they're, you know, I have mad respect for anyone that has the balls to go mm-hmm. do that constantly. Mm-hmm. And also too. Uh, having friends that are, a lot of friends that are actors, uh, you hear stories of just douchebag filmmakers that just, you know, try to take advantage of the situations. Um, and sometimes, I mean, a lot of times actors are having to read the absolute, I mean, and I'm, I'm not saying the most this to, garbage of garbage. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Cause absolutely. when I was auditioning for the audiobook, some yeah, of it was like so, the most garbage of garbage, but I'm like, look, people took time to read it. I'm going to respect it and I'll read it. As it's written. Yeah. But there was one time what I did is I made all these uh, edits and I go, I sent it back and I'm like, can I read this instead? <laughs> yeah. It's just grammatically it like was hurting my brain. Were, I couldn't yeah. get the words out. Were they, were, they, um, were they offended or like, oh, no, just say it as is. No, they, they were very, actually very excited. They're like, yeah, make any changes you want. Cool. Those are, yeah. those are, those are people that are good. Like uh, my friend told me this one story where it was some comedy, comedy, and it was basically like there was, it was basically revolved around anal sex or something. She told me. That's always funny. Oh yeah. You can't go wrong with a good <laughs> anal sex comedy. She told me, she was like, okay. She was like, t- she was like, okay. She goes, look buddy, the, the script's fucking awful. But she goes, I, I tried to make the best of it. And I tried to offer suggestions like, Hey, I, and the guy who was doing it was a writer, director, producer. I think he also wanted to star in it. Uh, hmm. So he's a jack of all trades, master of none, mm-hmm. a master of none. And basically, like uh, when she was like, "Okay, well, you know, we could try this. This might be funnier." And he's just like has this attitude, just like, "Just read the fucking script. That's what you're supposed Ew. to do." <laughs> yeah, and I like I, not even open to to a change. Like, like he makes the like I dig his fucking Stefan. I dig yeah. Stefan's fucking music. Yeah. Like it, it's my thing. Yeah. Appreciate that. You're fucking welcome. <laughs> Let me talk. <laughs> but he, um, and he puts a lot into everything yeah. he does. Like you saw him even just setting up the cameras. He's focused. He's yeah. driven. That's, he's going to fucking do it. And his music is no different. There's so much passion and heart there. But if I say, Hey, that's great. Have you tried this? He's like, I don't know let's see if that works. Yeah. But it's not because I'm insulting him, but because well, I, I'm doing it as not, not even better, just different. Like I'm doing it as um, the connoisseur of his art. Right. Yeah. Like I'm the person who's going to be listening to it. And, but he's a lot more clean and polished. Whereas I grew up punk, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Everything sounds 
garbled gritty. mostly. Yeah, gritty. Gr- exactly. Grimy, Those yeah. are the words I say. Gritty. That's exactly my my word. Yeah. Gritty. And so sometimes I'm like, oh, that sounds awesome. Why are you putting that out? And he's like, well, it's not even done yet. I just did this. Like, I just did this, you know, in, in you know, in, in 10 minutes. And I'm yeah. like, it sounds fucking perfect. And he's like, no, I have to do all these steps. So I'm like, <laughs> in my ear, my ear is like punk ear, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. So, but he, he, with so much passion, so much driving, so much so much passion driving his focus and all that. He is so open to still yeah. little old me. Yeah. Like, like, have to- you tried kicking a cat while doing that? You know? <laughs> I, I actually, that sound is great. I find that <laughs> the screaming of the cat is fantastic. Yeah. I find that I have to try all the options to come back to find the right one. I'm, the right option for me, whatever it is, it might've been something that I already tried or already figured out. But the thing is I always, go through all scenarios possible and like, okay, maybe this works. Maybe this will work. Maybe this, I think sometimes you get a little agitated too, because you're like, (laughs) it's like, but I just, all I'm trying to do is process of elimination. I want to make sure that all these other scenarios or choices or decisions, whatever it is, aren't going to work before I eliminate them. And um, you know, yeah, a lot of times I end up coming back and finding out that the genius was early on, mm-hmm. yeah. but you know, I still like to go through that process. You go through the gamut. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, and like, I think good, like, you know, good artists are the ones who kind of like listen to input and are receptive to it. Uh, you know, when we shot blood money, my actors were like, okay, well I like this line, but what if I say it like this? Or what if I add this? And a lot, you know, Usually, you know, if, if it's not like affecting the narrative uh, that I'm, you know, adamant about, I'm like, sure, do it. Like, sure. Kick the fucking, yeah, kick, kick that bag over to her. Mm-hmm. Kick it. Kick it. Like, hit her in the fucking leg and shit like that. And they'll do it because they think it adds to the drama. And usually, and if it doesn't, you know, we, we're, we watch again. it. Exactly. Yeah. We watch it and we're like, okay, that didn't work or try it like this. And I always am very receptive to that. Um, and I just, I, I love actors that just, go through hell like on um blood money we had uh this fantastic actress nina soul who's uh french is she the brunette yes she's the fucking hot she looks like eva green right yeah 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 yeah. she's fucking hot and she's fucking she's amazing she's an amazing i said hi i i will i will (laughs) she's fantastic uh i saw i saw her reel and she she did a movie with uh danny glover and i was kind of like oh shit and she was a villain in that and i was like oh man she's got like this kind of like raw strength and again she looked like eva green and i and when i saw her reel i was like oh my god she can really she can go and she's fierce so we shot when we shot blood money uh she goes through absolute fucking hell we shot her in the leg and we shot the script in reverse. So the ending is what we shot first. So it was all the gore and guts and blood and she all that. She was exhausted by the time the movie started. Mm. Basically. <laughs> and she was like the last day was fucking Kate was a walk in the park. She was like, Oh shit. All I have to do is talk sweet. Uh, <laughs> so she was, uh, she was fantastic. I mean, we shot her in the, we shot her in the leg and then we had to apply a bullet wound to go in and out the fucking uh-huh. leg. Uh, and she recommended this amazing uh, Japanese makeup artist, uh, Eiko, uh, who, if she's listening to this, she's a fucking wizard. Um, she was great. And then, um, yeah, Nina went through absolute hell. She, she got shot in the leg. And then we were like, okay, we got to shoot you in the gut. <laughs> so, and then we shoot you in the gut. And then um, we have to, you have to like crawl on your hands and your arms, basically, to crawl around to get out of the shot. So... We, we applied like, uh, or they applied like um, 
fake blood or whatever to the wound. It wasn't looking real enough. So we're like, okay. Shoot it for real. (laughs) (laughs) We almost came to that. So I was like, okay. I was like, let's just fucking go old school. And I was like, I went to my, I went to the car. I was like, okay, get condoms, put holes in them, put fake blood in them. Because that's how they did it back in the day. You would put fake blood in condoms. And uh, we ironically, it, it somehow adds to. That's the, how I get out of a date. <laughs> you put fake blood in condoms. <laughs> you too. <laughs> so like we, we, we did that. And then uh, we, we happened to have a hose. So there's this great out, uh, outtake that I wish could be in the movie, but it just, it can't be. But it's a great outtake where the, the, the hose is pumping blood. It almost spurts out on myself and the DP because <laughs> oh, it just, yeah. it's a squirter. It just goes. <laughs> I like squirters. <laughs> you would have loved this then. It was just like so grotesque. It was just like, <laughs> and then the blood just starts spilling out of her. And uh, the uh, one of the other actresses that plays uh, the rival assassin, she's watching to the side. And I kind of saw from my, my the corner of my eye, her reaction where she's just like, Oh. <laughs> and she was gagging and I was like that's perfect I was like more of that I was like I was like that's what I want I want something that fucking disgusting so we're just she, this poor for hours she's in this bloody like waitress outfit and she's having to be like to crawl around and we're like drop again on the floor and she's like god damn I've just done this like three but she never complained she was a fucking trooper she, we're, we're, like, we're like okay can you drop a little harder please can you, can you like, now can you crawl on your, can you crawl on your elbows and get out of the shot and try to do it in a relatively fast fashion? And, uh, yeah, she's you're like, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> she's like, I'm never going to work with this fucking asshole fuck again. In French. <laughs> I think I heard that in French, but, but yeah, it was, it was fucking amazing. And then she, um, she was just, she was just a gangster. All the actresses in the movie were fucking amazing. Like, and. Uh, I can't say enough positive things about the actresses, the crew. That was like the most pitch perfect crew I've ever worked with in my entire life. Like, and that's it was awesome. awesome. Yeah. yeah that, that's that, always that, a plus. Yeah. That's always nice to hear yeah. because you don't hear that so often. And just in, in, because, you know, because you and I are buddies. Yeah. Buddy. Buddy. Um, <laughs> um, because I, you know, I see their interactions with you and the things that you post and everything just feels really nice. It feels like genuine. It's yeah. not like you're doing a press junket. It's, this is how people dig each other. They, they care about each other. In fact, he sent me, um, Betty sent me uh, a link to, um, I guess, was it Nina's interview? Yes. Somewhere? And then she goes, oh, yeah. And then Buddy. And I'm like, who the fuck is Buddy? <laughs> <laughs> right? I got, yeah. I'm like, I'm about to fucking sock somebody. I'm, I'm like, who the fuck is Buddy? Why I'm like, giving him credit. I was like, that'd be me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh, like, sorry, Sultan. <laughs> yeah, she was like, who the fuck is that motherfucker? I'm like, that happens to be me. <laughs> and she's like. Oh, okay. He's like, here's here's my IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me send you the link. I'm like, oh. You're like, oh. Well, I just I, cursed somebody for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did. But it was, I mean, I, I think I like um, writing and directing for different reasons. Writing is very solitary. Um, mm-hmm. But I think I love directing because it's very collaborative and you work mm-hmm. with a group of people and it's just, it's fucking amazing. Well, it should be because if you as the writer can do it all yourself, then fucking do it all yourself. But no, you rely on the technical skills of somebody like Stefan. You rely on the actors, you rely on, you know, people doing the, um, 
making sure everything's going the right way. You know, yeah. I don't know all the pieces. I don't. There, there's a lot of pieces. There's a lot of pieces. But there's a lot of people there, and you have to count on them because you can't do it all by yourself. Yeah, that's why. Like, I am very. I'm not very receptive to like uh, compliments. I'm. I'm really weird. Where it's like someone's like, "Oh, you did like this morning." Someone's like, "Oh, you did a really great job on this. This is fucking great." I'm like. Yeah, but there were so many talented people on this. I was just along for the ride. That's because you know the hard work and dedication that you put. But it's also because you grew up, you know, probably Stunted. with some. Yeah, <laughs> there's there's some trauma we can get into at another point. For sure. sure. Um. But yeah. So, congratulations, uh, and I'm you. sure it's gonna be fucking great. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Cool. So congratulations, and I wish you all the best on it. Thank you. Uh, let's take another quick break and then we'll come back to Alien from 1979. Yes. <laughs> yes. We'll be right back. And we're back. All right. Back once again. We're back. And this time we're going to talk about the movie. Yes. <laughs> what the... movie are we doing this week? Well, Alien, the original. 1979. 1979. Right? It is a horror sci-fi classic. Classic that I hadn't seen before. <sighs> yeah. Before yeah. yesterday. Yeah. For shame. For shame. <laughs> Finally, one on the list that she hasn't seen. <laughs> <laughs> she texted me and she was like, "I have not seen Alien before." And I, I how many like shocked emojis did I send you? <laughs> All of them. <laughs> so, Alien, 1979. But the tagline was, in space, no one can hear you scream. Yes. I, Which I is technically that. true because there's no oxygen. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. Um, you know that if you go into space, um, you wouldn't explode or anything, whatever the You just the kind of freeze, is. right? Well, you run out of oxygen and you just kind of fall asleep and die. Like you don't explode. You're you telling don't, me Hollywood, Hollywood has been lying to me about how way people die in yeah. space. It's no fun. <laughs> You've ruined yeah. it. Also, most cocaine on set is not actually cocaine. What? Sorry, bros. Yeah, that sucks. Then why was I snorting on set? <laughs> That's because you probably were going for the very realistic. <laughs> <laughs> <Like a> method actor. <laughs> Let me know when you're filming again. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't want cocaine, but I'll totally have a Diet Coke. I got you. Okay. So you're a big fan of this movie, um, and Love that's movie. why we're having you yeah. on today, right? We, yeah. So you're really probably more of the expert on it than I, I've seen it in the past previously, but yeah. it was something that I saw much younger, and actually going through it again this time, I re- realized that probably most of what I remember is probably from part two yes. um, and not part one. Uh, but but yeah. That's so, interesting. Yeah. All right, so I haven't seen any of any of the Alien movies. Oh my gosh! Except for AVP, which is so fucking rad. I fucking love the fuck out of that movie. We have to agree to disagree on that one. So not only then. Oh, she's, she's good. great. She's she great. was fucking amazing in that movie. Yeah. Like I love that fucking movie. She's he, great. He at that. has that movie, and it means I have that movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have it. I don't know how because I didn't get it because I thought it was such a great movie. Because yeah. I realized you just that randomly have it. Yeah, I randomly have a bunch of movies that somehow I've inherited, and AVP <laughs> is one of them. And you know, there was a whole that whole crossover was a big thing. Yeah. But I do know that um, some people who are fans of the original are not. fans fans of the whole yeah. crossover. Like Sigourney thing. Weaver hates that, that franchise. Yeah. Uh, Universal Predator. 
She despises it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Here's the thing. Sigourney Weaver's hot in this movie. Yes, she is. Except for when she takes off her pants. Because <laughs> that's what I thought she was at her apex. <laughs> yeah, but she had like negative ass. That's fine. And not for me. That's that that could have been like reduced due to the stress of being chased by a xenomorph for like ten minutes. <laughs> for the entire fucking movie. <laughs> Dude. She was chased for like ten minutes. Anyway. The cat had more of a chase than her. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay, so anyway, let's get into this. Yes. Directed by Ridley Scott. Right? Yes. And what I found was fucking awesome was he had, um, Ridley's a dude, right? Yes, Ridley Ridley is a dude. (laughs) He had uh, three separate influences when making this movie. Yes. Um, One was the, um, uh, what was it? Uh, Wait, sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. I I have it. I feel like uh, the (laughs) artist, was it an artist? No, one was. Uh, 2001, Space, Space Odyssey. Odyssey. Yes. The other one was Star Wars Episode Four, and, we got, and we, motherfucking Texas, Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw Massacre, Massacre. Yeah. 1970. Yeah. Fucking four, my all-time favorite horror movie. Yeah, that is a fucking classic. Yeah. So. Uh, but but for the for the horror elements, the way that they did horror, yes. like it wasn't. We we spoke about this last week. It wasn't in your face grotesque horror it was implied violence implied deaths very psychological exactly which is like some of my favorite shit so um i saw that and i was like let's fucking do this thing oh yeah let's fucking do this thing also it reminded me a lot of one of my favorite all-time tv shows which is firefly which is cowboys in space yeah because alien is like jaws in space yeah yeah, so it was... That's a good it, way I, of putting I it. Fucking, Absolutely. I yeah. dug the fuck out of it. Yeah. Um, and it was... Um, well, actually, take it away, boys. All right. So basically, um, I'll just kind of like do a little quick backtrack. Um, I know that a lot of what you see in this movie uh, stemmed from uh, a project by Alejandro Jodoreski, who is a Chilean he, filmmaker. Yes, he directed Santa Sangre. And Holy Mountain. So... Oh, yes. <laughs> so there's a great documentary uh, called uh, Jodorowsky's Dune, which he was about to work on Dune in the 1970s. And it would have been this fucking great, epic movie. Uh, but people weren't prepared for like his vision, which was going to be like, I mean, hours and hours and hours long. And he was like going to get all these bands to the soundtrack, like fucking... Pink Floyd, The Stones. He was going to have Orson Welles in it. He basically bribed Orson Welles because he was like, hey, like, I'll fucking, I'll fucking pay for your, like, wine at a restaurant for, like, months. And he was like, cool. Uh, Salvador, uh, Salvador Dali was going to be in it. Um, all these fucking, like, great artists. And um, he got uh, the guy that eventually wrote Alien, um, Dan O'Bannon. Mm-hmm. He saw a movie that he did with uh, John Carpenter called Dark Star and was like, and I really like Jodorowsky because he's very like. He's weird as fuck. He's weird as fuck, but he's I so. I dig it. But yeah, but he's so fucking like motivational. Like he, he like in that documentary, he just talks about like how he hates. We saw Carpenter. that, didn't we? I don't, I don't know. I mean. I think we, we saw, saw that documentary. We saw the, well, we watched Santa Sangre mm-hmm. and then yeah. we watched the like 
the movie. extras and all that yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it was yeah. like the documentary stuff that came along with mm-hmm. that. So if that, I don't know if that's what you're talking Maybe about. Maybe it's not. It's, it's different. Right. It's, yeah. But but check out Jodorowsky's Dune because he he's very motivational yeah. and talks about like. Um, so his version of, like Dune was going to be alien if he did it. Is that what you're saying? It was or? no no. It was going to be there's things that became alien out of it because he um, he hired Dan O'Bannon. And then he also hired all these artists to create this world. And one of those artists happened to be H.R. Giger. Yeah, who, who did do the art for Alien. The Alien, yeah. And um, so basically that project kind of fell through because no studio was like, we're not doing this fucking shit. Like a 12-hour movie? Are you fucking insane? I, I don't know if it was 12 hours, but it was long as fuck. Mm. Right. And also, too, money-wise, it was not possible back then. So the project fell apart and uh, O'Bannon sold... Well, basically wanted to write a movie that was kind of like Dark Star, but less comedic. And that became Alien. And then um, uh, that then there's a whole thing on the Alien documentary where it just seems like there he thought he was going to direct it. And they got really Scott instead and they started doing rewrites. And it's the most, uh, as a writer, it's the most petty fucking part I've ever seen where the person that rewrote it was kind of pissing and moaning about Dan O'Bannon not writing great characters and... Dan O'Bannon's like, this motherfucker doesn't know sci-fi. And they're just pissing and bitching between each other. And I was like, oh, yeah, they're writers. They're petty. Um, but, but I mean, I think both added a lot. And then they hired Ridley Scott. And then Ridley was like, well, fuck. Like, what do I have? Like, how do I make the alien look? Mm-hmm. And uh, Dan O'Bannon's like, well, I know this fucking guy that I worked with when we were working on Dune who's fucking insane. And he creates these really horrific, phallic-like horror and uh he was like he gave him a book and uh really uh hr geeker's artwork and really saw it and was like that's the fucking alien that's cool so it's weird because uh dune inspires a lot of different things like alien stuff you see and blade runner stuff you see in later movies so kind of like the genesis of all that shit came from dunes yeah which has never got made which well the dune that, that Jodorowsky, that Jodorowsky was going to do, yeah. do never got made. Yeah, because yeah. David Lynch Dune. just got made. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have Dune. And so I have that in our um, movie collection, but she's yeah. never seen it yet. So, um, and we've we've talked about it a few times. I think her brother brought it up once or whatever. But uh, yeah, it's something that's it's not technically a horror movie, but it's you know it's one one of those that. We like, should watch one of these. If it's like days. Firefly, I'll dig it. I just I went through this whole. <laughs> it's not like Firefly. Nah, yeah, <laughs> I went through this whole phase where I was like, I'm no. not doing any sci-fi yeah. at all. Yeah, you, like, this one might be a little too sci-fi for you, but the thing is, you're either gonna love it but or hate I it. I like yeah, Firefly. Yeah. That well, this is not this is not up your alley. Firefly, no. it's Cowboys in space. Yeah. Anyways, but uh, <laughs> Dune is for another day. So let's yeah. bring it back to right. Alien here. So the synopsis I have for it is, in the year 2122, after a space merchant vessel receives an unknown transmission as a distress call, its landing on the source moon finds one of the crew attacked by mysterious life form, and they soon realize that its life cycle has merely begun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So really what it is, it's... These truckers in space uh, get a distress signal. And by law, they have to go figure out who needs help. They find uh, some life form, force, force, life form, life form, life force. They find something and it fucking attacks them and they have to deal with that shit. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And that's what happens. All right. 
So I have a few questions really quick. No, I'll save them. All right. So the movie starts like this. It's like still. It is sterile. It is nothing is moving because they're in this spaceship that is way too fucking big for the crew of what? Eight. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> it's like uh, it's a very Star Wars kind of opening. No, with no, the, no. It's a very spaceballs kind of opening. But that's in where they got it from. You, you're, no, you're, no. Here's the difference. You're saying here's space here's the difference. Here's the difference. In spaceballs, it's the ship comes and then it keeps going. Right. And, and then it, it keeps going. Up. And then <laughs> that's made. and that's the joke. It's the ship is so big that the beginning doesn't even right. start because. The ship is too big. Absolutely. And that's exactly And it like has a bumper sticker that says, I love your anus. Star Wars started. <laughs> I mean, I get what you're saying, like the exaggeration yeah. of it. But that's, I felt like it was also very Star Warsy, very in, much in the beginning, watching it now. Yeah. And again, like I haven't seen it for a long time. So my view of it now is like, you know, I'm just, it's like a brand new page for me. So yeah. I'm, and I was noticing the doors, the way they open and close very much, you know, the, the shapes of the inner, uh, uh, you know, like the, the, what, what do you want to call it? The hallways the hall- and all yeah, that. Yeah. You commented, all- it, you commented that maybe they just made the movie with spark, with parts from. Yeah. Like leftover. leftover. Yeah. It looks kind of <laughs> janky. Like, you know, yeah. when you yeah. watch it, it's very unsexy. It, the, it looks like, like pro- space balls. <laughs> <laughs> What I, one thing that I was... I'm not uh, going to drop it. <laughs> she's like, I'm he's writing this source. He's looking at for help, but he's not going to help you. He's like, spaceballs it is. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I, the whole time when I was watching the movie, I was trying to figure out what year it was in. And yeah. um, you said, what, 20? 20? 21, 22. I, yeah, because yeah, I don't remember that in the movie. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember that in the movie at all. Yeah. But what I did, what I was thinking was, like, looking... And I know that, you know, this was back in 79, but... The computer technology, <laughs> and that's the one thing they didn't get, get yeah. right. In the you know, year it's 21, like, 22, they still like, play Oregon Trail. <laughs> right, yeah. Could you imagine what life would really be like if we progressed that far into the future and our computer technology was, was still, still like that? We would be like, fucked. <laughs> we would yeah. be absolutely fucked. So, yeah, it was that was yeah. one thing I noticed so, right off the bat. So you, you kind of um, are exploring as a viewer. You're exploring the ship. Mm-hmm. And as you're exploring it, you notice that certain things are coming on. And that is mother. And what mother is, it's the how of yeah. the ship. Yeah, right, <laughs> it is yeah. the intelligence, the artificial intelligence. It's like it's that one little room. System. Isn't that the room it's, that they go in that has the, all the lights all it's over? It's the room yeah, where right. the computer is, as in right. it's the room that is the computer because it's 1979. Right. The entire yeah. room mm-hmm. is a fucking computer. The entire room. And that was cool as shit that they called it mother. I, I dug it. <laughs> I dug it. But um, so things start turning on and then the people are asleep in pods because you have to it takes years to get from one point in space to the other. So they're asleep in like these cryogenic, almost like pods and they're waking up and the women, apparently, according to the notes I found, they had to wear tape on their nipples so that they wouldn't be too seedy for the movie viewers. Oh my gosh. Well, the biggest might have been like Weaver's ass and panties. Well, that might've been like that in the opening, but in the end they definitely weren't wearing tape. 
because yeah. you could see right through that white shirt of hers. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they were holding nothing back at that point. They're like, yeah, yeah. fuck it. I was also seventy nine. That you're so too invested. So, yeah, but this, when did I spit on your grave come out? Like they had well, no, so much that's more. What, that's come what out. I'm saying is like the, it was almost like the beginning of the conservative movement of the eighties in a sense because yeah. the yeah, like, early seventies everybody was like, who cares, you know? And then, yeah, just you know, vaginas you know, everywhere. But. But yeah, so like you know how much bush we saw if we we're just watching 79, 1970s, any movie really. Yeah. It didn't even have to be horror. It's like bush galore. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but bush everywhere. Yes. Yeah. Mounds of bush. It's <laughs> <laughs> the title of my next movie. Mounds of bush. <laughs> Wait, I get some royalties on Of that? course. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So they, the crew starts waking up and they, you know, they do their thing. They stretch and they fucking go eat which is i, I can relate to because the first thing i want to do is fucking go eat like i yeah. get up in the morning and i go make myself a fucking coffee a cafe cubano because apparently i picked that up along with i don't know what else in Cayocha. Okay, <laughs> 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 right, so uh, you know everybody starts talking about what they're doing and we we meet we meet the characters so we meet dallas who is like I don't have the character's name. He's the captain. He, he's the captain, but he's like very much like this macho guy. Like he would be the John Wayne of this of this movie. He's the first credited actor in the movie. Oh, he is? I don't so, know who the fuck he is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's been around forever, but like he's the first actor. So it makes you think he's the star. I know. So I was like, I was watching it and I'm like, wait, how come Ripley's Believe It or Not is not <laughs> like right in your face? Because... Yeah. Well, was you know, she her, a known actress? At, no, no, this was uh, no, her right. first. Yeah, so um, I had a hard time just kind of trying to remember who's who again, like because it does, you know, I don't know. We have we we always watch it with subtitles now because I'm know, hard of hearing. Yeah, whatever. But um, <laughs> I am. That kind of helped a little bit because you could see the name of the person talking. But for a few right. times, I was starting to forget like who's who. Just that was just me, just yeah. not really so, paying attention, I guess. Yeah. But Dallas was the captain, mm-hmm. yeah. and then you had Kane. Who was his number two? Yes. And that was the guy with the horse horror later. And yeah. then after that, like the next level down was Ripley. Yes. Ellen Ripley. Fine ass Sigourney Weaver. Mm-hmm. The great yeah. Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> yeah. Fine ass shit. Even in holes, she looked good. Damn straight. <laughs> and then um then you had um uh Ash. Yes, is this great name if you're Bruce Campbell, not if you're fucking Bilbo Baggins. If you're the biggest <laughs> fucking asshole and it's fucking Bilbo. I was like, how come this guy can't make a movie where you like him? Because you don't fucking like Bilbo. Oh no, he but he's 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 the worst here. He's an absolute yeah, fucking he's prick. Disgusting. Yeah. And the no, worst. He's, the worst. He's fucking noodles, is what he is. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> um and then, so that, then he's the science guy. He's yes. like, he, he's the one on board for all the science things. So he has his own rank. And then we have, what's the name of the other girl? Lambert. Lambert. That's right. Lambert, who is, reminds me of the woman from Stir of Echoes. You know, the woman with the big eyes? Mm. She's he's another a, actress. Did you ever see Invasion of the Body Snatchers, the 1978 one with uh, Leonard Nimoy? She was in that one. She was she also, was, she was also in The Birds. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was in the birds. Um, so there's another Hitchcock connection. We had one of those last week. Ah. If you fucking listen to the episode last what week. What a prick. Know. I'm worse than Ash. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. And then we have the mechanics. Um yeah. who are my who are Parker? my favorites? 
Well, I have an issue with him. We'll get to it. So there's Parker. And what was the other guy's name? Brett. Brett. That's right. Um, I dig them, but I also don't like how stereotypical they have to be, though it was 1979, I guess. They were blue collar, man. Yeah, they yeah. can be blue collar and chew with their mouths closed. <laughs> They're... <laughs> What do you expect from them, class? <laughs> I, Manners? Not in no, space. That, I don't know. I kind of, I mean, what? how many? Okay, so he told uh, Lambert that he wanted to eat her pussy. And it was like, <laughs> what? Yeah, that's how people talk back then. Well, what else, what else are you going to do I when mean, you wake up from hypersleep? We're only getting to that well, point now where people are censoring themselves because well, everybody's complaining actually, so much. Actually, the movie was supposed to, um, initially, it was supposed to show, like, all these relationships that they each kind of, it's like a swingers party up there. But they didn't make the cut. But everybody was supposed to be fucking each other. It was going to be part of the movie. Are you sure well, he wasn't referring to Jonesy? they have a cat who the fuck has a cat in space okay i guess it's an emotional support cat maybe yes because i i have watched this movie a million times and i have still failed to understand the purpose that jonesy is offering besides eating their food emotional support and oh no he he provides no emotional support when you watch this movie he's no he totally does for me, he, he he dips out and doesn't give a shit yeah. in situations. No. He <laughs> I'm warns saying this as an owner of a cat. Point. Anyway, we'll get to the cat. <laughs> Who's awesome? I was gonna wear a Jonesy shirt for this fucking thing. That's a fucking Milo shirt, just so you know. <laughs> it's fucking Milo. The orange cats are forever Milo. He is the he is the He's fucking so survivor of the alien universe. Jonesy never died. What about Sigourney Weaver? Alien three. Oh um, what? Yeah. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> I haven't watched it yet, asshole. Sorry. <laughs> well, she, she goes through what? ebbs what? and flows. Yeah, yeah. Really? Oh, you guys take it on from here. <laughs> we, we suck all the joy out of this, sorry. <laughs> oh, okay, but she was in holes. Okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah. All right, so the movie continues. Um, there's a distress signal. And part of their rules, their regulations for all this fucking shit that they do, they have to go and figure out who the fuck needs help. And there's somewhat of a debate because people are like, I don't want to go. But, um, you know, the, the mechanics didn't want to go. And so like, no, we're fucking going. They get their right. little. Because weren't they all like heading back home? Was they it that well, they were, yeah, they just wanted to head home. back home. And they right. were money. 10 months away from home. That's why they were still, they were asleep in those pods. Right. They yeah. had just gone and done whatever work. So apparently about a mile and a half of that ship was actually some of the cargo that they were bringing back. Yes. That's why it was so fucking massive. Mm-hmm. But, um, they finally decide to go, they go to the thing. So they get this little, the fuck is it little mini ship within the ship yeah so if you were space balls it would be the vacuum cleaner <laughs> well I, in my notes here like as i rewatch this there's many moments where the the female characters and the males or or, or uh parker the black male he says this is a cargo ship not a rescue ship my notes <laughs> my notes specifically say listen to the black man because yes. he was absolutely right in every fucking situation yes. in this movie, as was Ripley. Absolutely. Yes, yes, Ripley was fucking right, but probably mostly because the character was written to, like she was supposed to be a male. Yeah. But, but um, okay, so nobody wants to fucking go, but they go anyway. It's their duty. And um, they land on this fucking moon. It's called something. There's a name in it somewhere. 
They land on this fucking moon and it's like inhospitable. In fact, when they land, it fucks up their machinery that Parker and Brett have to fix it before they get they can get back out. So they head out to the um they head out to find out where the noise was because apparently it's walking distance away. Yeah. And they go out in their spacesuits and they're doing all this big bulky suits, whatever. And where they go out to, it's wind, it's yeah, lightning, it's crazy, it's like hurricane yeah, weather out there. Fucking crazy. Worst weather in the world. In in the moon. In the moon. In the moon. <laughs> sorry. And so they're walking. They're making their way out. So who's left on the ship is Ash, who is kind of mon- monitoring where they're going, and Ripley, who is supervising the ship getting fixed. She's like, I like to think the Heidi of the ship. But I'm just saying. She's making sure shit's getting done. Shit's getting done. <laughs> All right. So it, it goes back and forth. They're doing this, they're doing that, whatever. The three find them find this huge, what was it? Was that a ship? It's a derelict ship. Yeah. It looks like. They find this enormous ship and they make their way towards it. Because that's where the distress signal seems to be coming from. Yeah. And when they go in there, it's like fucking enormous and there's yeah. this dead thing in like what looks to be like a, a, a yeah, I thought it was a, like a gun like a, or a, yeah, like a, a cannon or, or something yeah. either that or like a telescope or something like that he was either a scientist or he was shooting yeah. something yeah. yeah it's uh in the later uh Ridley Scott movies like Prometheus uh you find out more about that character they refer to him as like the space jockey so for like years uh you're just like who the fuck is that pilot you know, that they mm, find because mm. he's fucking gigantic and yeah. he has, I mean, if you want, like, a whole, to- you know, ex- like, it looks like he exploded internally from his chest, chest cavity. Yeah, and, well, that's right. the thing here. Like, that, the only part I know about Alien is the scene in Spaceballs. So, ah. yeah. So, so you're like, what the fuck what just happened to this guy? <laughs> like, I know what happened to that guy. <laughs> he ordered the special. <laughs> Check, please. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> so they're they're checking it out and, and they they're they're continuing down into the bowels of the ship and you're like, Why the fuck are you doing that? <laughs> There's nothing there. And at the same time, Ripley figures out that it's not a distress signal, it's a warning signal. Get the fuck away. Um, but it's too late. Like Ash tells her, What are you gonna do? You because she wants to go and help them. She goes, by the time you get there, it's too late for them, you know. Just yeah. fucking let them do it. Um, they go and Kane is the one that's exploring like this vast field of eggs they come across. They don't know it's eggs. They just see that it looks like yeah, these little pods, pods of uncircumcised of, yeah. penises coming up off the ground. <laughs> is that what it looked like to you? I don't know what an uncircumcised now, penis. Now I'm going to say nothing but uncircumcised penises. I don't know, but I'm probably not far off. I don't know. I didn't get that image from it. Not at all. But yeah. So. Um, Kane falls in there, of course, because, you know, it's conducive to the plot, the plot of the movie. So, um, so he's, he, he's looking into it and then he sees that there's life in there. There's organic life in there. And as he's looking at it, he sees that the penis opens up and this fucking face hugger comes and gets him right in the face and he's attached to him and he can't get it off. And then suddenly we see back at the ship that they're coming back carrying him because he's like in a coma 
in a face-hugging coma. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it broke through the glass until they got him inside, yeah. but, mm-hmm. you know, because at mm-hmm. first I just thought, okay, it's on his helmet, but but then, you know. It, went, it got through. Yeah. yeah, so when they get there, um, Ash is trying to let them in, and Ripley's like, no, that's not protocol, 24-hour quarantine. And he overrides her. This He's, is why Ash is the worst. Ash didn't listen to her. And she's like, what the fuck, bro? And so he's, you know, he, he lets them in. They take him into their infirmary. And you see that they have to cut off yes. the helmet because the face hugger crashed through it. Right. Yeah. And when they're trying to cut it off his face, they see that um, the blood the the blood from this face hugger is actually acid yes and you that's how he would have gotten through the helmet sure, it's yeah, not the force sense. of it crashing through it's he's acided the fuck out yeah. of that mm-hmm. and not only that the acid burns a hole in the floor like three levels deep yeah. because that's his defense mechanism yeah. it right. bleeds fucking acid the, don't yeah. fucking shoot it yeah, perfect weapon yeah you know like and it's in, a perfect organism according to ash He's very enamored with it, mm-hmm. and as you see later, why mm-hmm. uh, that whole sequence while fuck they're Ash. fuck Ash, fucking uh, Bilbo. <laughs> <laughs> that whole sequence while they're waiting to try to get that off of him. Um, there's a first of all, again, listen to Parker. He says, "Let me just freeze it off." Yeah, listen to the man uh, and Ripley. Just saying. And then there's a un, uh, there's a sequence in the um, director's cut where Lambert smacks the living shit out of Ripley mm-hmm. uh, when they're walking down the hall because she's pissed that she... And that was real. That was real, yeah. Yeah, Ridley, she really slapped the crap out of her. Because Ridley Scott's like, just because he was a shit, shit stirrer, so he's like, just, he pulled just Veronica Carter. Just like, do it. He's like, fucking hit her. And so she slaps Sigourney Weaver, and when you watch the take, Sigourney's like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, she's like, like she was kind of taken aback because... And Veronica's like, well, she really told me to fucking do it. She's lucky she didn't get socked. Yeah, and, and Sigourney was no fucking slouch. She could have kicked her ass. So Yeah, so everybody commences to go yeah. about their days on the ship, fixing shit, whatever the fuck it is, figuring out where they are. Because at this point, Lambert still doesn't know where they are, right? They know that they're far from home. They're not yeah. in their same, they're not in their system. They're somewhere else. So they're trying to figure all those things out. Ash is with um oh when he was okay so when ash and dallas were reviewing what's going on with the whole face hugger thing and trying to cut it off he does a body scan of him i find it very fucking hard this is where i started was like right i was like what the fuck is up with ash because he would have seen that there is something else happening with his body when he scanned his fucking body. Yeah. Well, he just acts suspicious the whole movie. Um, in my opinion, just coming, I just want to say something because I know that like we're, we all had a good time watching this movie. Yeah. But I watched it with the idea of it being a horror movie in for for this podcast for the you know sake of this podcast. And at this point in time in the movie, I was still like, this is very science fiction. We haven't gotten to any horror yet. And not that I didn't like it, but I was also very kind of like, okay, we're building up to some. I know what we're going to get to because the alien and all that. But I just at this point in time in the movie, 
nothing yet has been anywhere near the realm of horror to me, except for maybe the acid that, but that's not even very horror related, but I don't know. I'm just saying like, I just wanted to contradict and throw my two cents in here real quick, because be honest with you, I like this movie, but I still feel like it's borderline. Not horror. Not horror enough for the horror movies that I technically like. I'm, I was a little bit skeptic about putting it on our list because I was like, "Mm, it's more of a sci-fi movie than a horror movie. And I don't, I know you really like it. So I just wanted to get your two cents on it. I hear you, but you're wrong. Okay, well, I wanted to hear his opinion. <laughs> it on does. That. I will admit, it does kind of play very science fictiony in the beginning, mm. up until that scene, and then you're like, "Oh shit!" It kind of it kind of does a a turn. Yeah. Uh, as the scene, uh, the infamous scene, uh, happens, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Then it becomes a slasher. Right. So let's become. Let's get to the infamous scene. At some point, everybody is back at. Um, um, everybody's. Will they go back to where they were eating or something? Oh, or like so at some something? point, everybody's kind of just going back to visit Kane because the facehugger is missing. Oh, right. And he's yeah. up and and walking around. Or not walking around, but he's, you know, talking. So at one point, everybody's happy for him. But then everybody, but then uh, Ripley, Dallas, and Ash start looking for the facehugger and they can't fucking find it. And finally, they find it when it falls onto Ripley. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they look at it and it looks fucking delicious and i was like why do i want to eat this fucking face hugger i was like why do i want to eat this fucking face hugger you know why because they used oysters oh really yeah Ah. for the underside of it and i'm like why is that so fucking delicious this one i just want to grill it it looks fucking yummy when it fell down and hit ripley um in my head i was remembering this old um i don't know what it was it was kind of like a a hand puppet that was like probably, I don't know if you remember this or not, but it, you would put your hand inside. It kind of had a tail and it had like eyes that would like move back and oh, yeah. forth. And you could, I forgot what they were called, but um, I, they I were like, were, yeah. they, were they, were they called puppets? No, <laughs> this was like a significant toy of some sort that was sold in the stores around this time, which you, again, it had like, kind of no, this is not, I was in Massachusetts. <laughs> so it had these beady eyes that you could, move back and forth and then you would be able to open this mouth that had like teeth in it or whatever and it had a big tail that seems familiar yeah i don't remember what they were called um but anyways it was a type of toy back then no fucking clue if anybody knows (laughs) please uh, let us know what the fuck that is i feel like they were like um kind of like a not cabbage patch kids but kind of like that where they had like a few different models like it wasn't just the one i feel like maybe they had a few different ones and you could collect them all Yeah. yeah Yeah, no, they were like little monster creatures that you could like. No idea. Find. Well, I think they sold them at like KB toy stores or whatever. Oh man, that's bringing me back. <laughs> Damn it, we're old. Okay. <laughs> Let's not feel old. Let's go back to 1979. <laughs> All right, so um, they find the face hugger. Uh, it's like dead now. It's right? dead. Yeah. yeah, it's dead. Or it's yeah, it's dead. Yeah, it's dead. It's- um, so. They're back at eating. Everybody's celebrating. They're like, before we go to sleep, let's have one last meal on me kind of thing is what Dallas says to everybody. So they're celebrating. They're eating all the fucking food, um, which wouldn't you eat all the food anyway? Because you have 10 months to go. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you're going to wake up when you get home. Like what you really need all this meal. Yeah. yeah. So uh, everybody's celebrating. And then I am like looking at stuff and like, can you rewind that? Because why? Why did Ash look like that? Because he did one of these things. He's like very yeah. shifty. Yeah. He's he always kind of like looking weird. Looked. Yeah. Like he did this one little 
Like if you blink, you miss it. Yeah. And I, and I'm like, Stefan, rewind that. He's rewind studying. it again. You he's, saw that, right? Yeah. Like he's you saw it. And he's yeah. observing. He's observing the fuck out of Kane. Yeah. He's like, something's going on. And that's when the infamous scene happens. Yeah. Well, he starts kind of like choking or coughing up or something, yeah. right? At this point. Kane time. does. Yeah, Kane. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then yeah, the infamous scene where Okay, so <laughs> he's choking and he's gagging and he's like, oh my God, everybody's trying to, you know, they think he's having a seizure. They start putting yeah. things in his mouth because they think he's going to bite his tongue off. And then he, he, he's flailing, he's flailing. He lays himself out onto the fucking table and suddenly mm-hmm. this fucking penis comes out of his chest. and With it, teeth. With, with teeth, teeth, yeah. Exactly like in Spaceballs. <laughs> and it's about to sing, hello, my baby, hello, my <laughs> And it fucking screeches and yeah, runs, runs, yeah. runs the fuck out of there. <laughs> and you see, I love the shot in that where not only is Ash observing, but if you look in the background, you see Jonesy the cat calmly eating his fucking meal hmm. and not giving ah. a shit like he's just kind of like i miss chilling. that yeah. he's right behind ash he's like ash is there but um right behind him is jonesy very and much a cat very much a cat <laughs> not affected by someone dying anyone else's pain just don't come next to me <laughs> he's just like i'm gonna lick my fur and just eat this food <laughs> Oh, he a cane just had a fucking alien <laughs> pop out of him. Like, oh. keep that over there. Don't don't screw me with that blood. <laughs> I'm so, good. so Kane is dead. This thing is is running around somewhere. This is stage two of the life cycle. First, yeah. it's space mm-hmm. hugger. Right. Then it's chest chest burster. Burster, and um and so they they have a funeral for Kane. They wrap his body up and they send him out of the airlock. Yeah, they just like eject him. Get, get the fuck like, out of here. It's like a drop <laughs> kick because they go they go. <laughs> you know <laughs> it was not very nice it was rude almost but then you have a body decaying with you for the next 10 months right what else could they do i mean not kick him but <laughs> <laughs> so now they have to go and look for the guy they have to look for this little monster thing lo and behold ash has a way to do it yeah they have like this he fancy ha- cattle prod or something somehow like. <laughs> he has a way to track them Somehow he has a way to supposedly figure out what's what. It's just a sensor. Somehow he knows how, how to do convenient. that. How mm-hmm. fucking convenient, Bilbo. So <laughs> everybody's um, everybody's armed with cattle prods and they're armed with the fucking thing, whatever the fuck it's called, the thing. The thing. The, no, thing. the thing. And so they break up into two teams. It's Dallas... I don't remember which teams were which. I feel like that um, Ripley went with... Uh, uh, with Parker, Parker and Brett. Parker and so and then it's yeah. Dallas, Ash, Ash and, and Lambert. Uh, Lambert. I can't ever remember her name. Yeah. Lambert. Okay. So if, if you put Lamb Chop and Bert from Bert. Anyway. <laughs> um, so then they're, they're, they're going and they're searching and they're using it as kind of a way to see if where it is and so they can, you know, because they, they figure, you know, you can always set them on fire or whatever. Oh, no, wait, that's, that's not yet. Anyway, they're trying to find it. They um, Ripley's team accidentally captures Jonesy, and they let it get away. But Parker has a great idea. He's fucking smart as shit. He's like, how did Jonesy get into that thing? Like he was like in there, and they opened the door, and he scurried out. Could Ash have placed him in there? I don't know. I don't know. Because I don't know. It just seems like it's a or it's a fucking cat, and that's what they do. Okay, yeah, they are pretty stupid. My cat goes into cabinets all the time and just like 
She yeah. kind of forgets how she got in there. Okay, point taken. Okay, so, <laughs> so the um, so they're they're looking. Uh, so Brett is in charge of of looking for Jonesy because they, Parker has a brilliant thought. We better capture this fucking cat now, otherwise yeah. this thing's gonna continue to get us to the cat right. instead of this fucking thing, this right. alien, and. And so, you know, Brett is the one that let her get away. So he's in charge of doing it. So he's walking around by himself, which is <laughs> fucking brilliant. And he is, for some reason, in this fucking dungeon. Yeah, I don't with, know where the rain came with from. With rain yeah, and yeah, that was a little the weird. bowels of the ship. <laughs> and so he finally, like, we don't see it happen. We just know that he got got. Yep. Because he pulls up. What looks like the exoskeleton, yeah, like um, the outer skin, the outer slash snake layer, kind of mm-hmm. um, that he finds on the floor, and then he's gone. We don't see any violence. We don't see any blood. We don't see anything other than the the um, the team all huddled again in the kitchen, the, and and Ripley and Parker saying, "It just took him yeah. into the air ducts." And that's how they know that he's in the air ducts, that the fucking alien is in the air ducts. So Ash says, well, they have to be afraid of fire, right? As every animal is afraid of fire. So they now have a fucking blowtorch. Blowtorch? Um, fire thing? It was like a makeshift. Flamethrower, like, yeah, thank flame you. Flower, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And so their idea is let's keep everything in the air ducts. Um, let's close them off as we go along. And we'll use this to draw him out into the airlock and then Ejected put like that fucker yeah. out of here, yeah. right? Just like they did to Kane. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He got it. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's an interesting plan. Yes. If the equipment worked what properly, if it actually could track him. But it can't track him because... He, they uh, the blips, you know, the blips boop, from boop. old school tracking devices. <laughs> yeah. You're here, and suddenly you can see yeah. other people coming yes. or going. It disappears. So finally, Dallas also gets got. Yeah, he gets attacked in, in the air events. Right? Your first credited star is dead. Yes. So you're like, that's not the hero because at this point, Ripley's not a hero yet. No. She's just the one saying, "Don't fuck, uh, follow the rules, and you fucking listen to me." Right. Yeah. <laughs> You're starting to realize, wait a second, if everyone listened to her, none of this shit would be happening right now. Yeah, so she was right. So who's the hero, her or him? Like him as in Parker, because he was also always right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, But I really did like this scene because everybody's like, everybody is you. Like you're everybody in the scene. You can't help. Yeah. All you can do is sit there and watch. In their, in their case, they can only sit there and listen. Oh my God, run. Oh my God, run. And all you hear is reactions yeah uh, that's all you you have no yeah you're that's helpless. gotta be the worst yeah because, you're completely yeah, helpless completely helpless you can't do anything you just sit yeah. there and have to hear the horror you know yeah, the horrors happening and you're like you're like no no turn around turn around this is yeah. wrong and then he turns around it's right there yeah and like when um brett got killed earlier and this is why i'm kind of jealous that you you got to see it with fresh eyes and i you know i've seen it so many times now i see things when brett goes in to find jonesy you know it's fucking there mm-hmm. hanging up and you don't, if you watch it the first time, you don't even see it. You don't know what you're I looking for. It. Yeah. It's literally hanging there and he's just chilling. And, you know, as you know, I've seen it now, I'm like a million times. I'm like, oh, okay, there he is. Mm. But he's just kind of like a black form. Mm-hmm. And then when he jumps down and Jonesy 
sees the fucking alien. He's like, fuck this. And Brett's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? The alien just kind of like, you just see teeth. Yeah. And just yeah. this black so creature. So we're at stage three of the life cycle. And it is this seven foot tall fucking elongated bike helmet wearing <laughs> like it has a mouth that has a mouth that has a mouth <laughs> and it's like it is fucking insane it is enormous but it's also jet black and it's juicy as fuck <laughs> did you want to eat it no i did not want to eat that one but i did find out that all the water that's like i guess the salivating or the sliminess of the alien yeah. is just KY jelly. Is that what it oh, was? Oh, is that really? Yeah. It was, really? It was KY jelly. That's why I'm like, why did I write down KY jelly? Yeah, <laughs> yeah but that's what it was. But so that's how you had, um, I don't know if y'all have experience with KY jelly, but it's <laughs> liquid, but it's also very like, it, 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 you can't hold on to it. It's always moving. Yeah. Um, so it, it's viscous. They must yeah, have so had to invest in a lot of that because that seems like they needed a whole bunch. It's like, like they made it out of KY <laughs> Jelly. Yeah. yeah, it's like they invested in a shitload of it for this yeah. movie. Sponsored like, by uh, not by the. We, yeah, we're going to need a bigger size than that tiny <laughs> bottle right there. We're going to need at least a year's worth <laughs> yeah. for this fucking movie. Oh my gosh, I watched the movie once and they had like. I don't, maybe it was old school where they had wrestling inside of KY Jelly. It sounds like something that happens. Is that this? I don't know if it was. Frank the Tank, that movie? Yeah, yeah. But was it? I don't remember if it was KY uh, Jelly or just mud. I don't remember. No, but. I think it was KY Jelly. Anyway, anyway. I need to watch. Note to self, must watch wrestling match in KY Jelly. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it's interesting. It's interesting. Have you tried to hold on to. Never mind. Um, so. Where were we? Okay, well, we're so, talking about that. It's now reached its final stage. stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. So now everybody's freaking the fuck out. Yeah. Ripley, who's left? Ripley, Lambert, it's Ripley, Lambert, Ash, and, and Parker. Parker. Parker yeah. Okay. So at this point, Ripley's like, "What the fuck is going on? Dallas is gone. Kane is gone. I'm in charge. I now have access to Mother. Let me see what's really going on here." Yep. And she goes to Mother, and she finds out that not only did they did uh, does the science officer Ash have a mission that the mission is to take home that alien, even if it costs the lives of the rest of the crew? Yeah, that is his only mission. So he knew about this life form the, the whole time. time. So what was their other mission that they were on in the first place that they were coming back from? Yeah, they were mining ore. Oh, right. Whatever that is. But you know what? I did miss um, when Dallas and um, Ripley were talking earlier because she doesn't trust him. She didn't trust Ash. Apparently, they had this science officer who had gone on five different missions with them. And last minute, they switched him out with Ash. So that was brand new to the team. They had no idea who he was. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And this is like the company that hired them or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So because this is just like truckers in space. Right. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, just whatever the broker was like, Hey, you got this load, go, go get it. Yeah. Um, so inside of mother, which is just this computer room, um, Ripley reads it, leans back, Ash is right. The fuck. <laughs> yeah. There. Terrifying shot, I yeah. think I jumped, didn't I? Yeah. Is that where I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's Bilbo's like, crazy looking. And he's so happy in this moment when she read everything that was going on. Cause he's so in love 
with this organism. Yeah, he's like, it's the perfect organism. Right, yeah, yeah. That's why when, like you said, when he was x-raying the body earlier, he probably He should have seen knew, that there was a chest burster yeah, in his body. Yeah, that's what his reaction yeah. was. He was like, I just can't he's, wait for it to, you know, like, yeah, it's like said, a countdown for him. Yeah, he said like it's feeding him oxygen and you're like, mm, that doesn't look like that. And like, you're just kind of like, wait a second, this whole thing is a giant science experiment for him. He's, yeah. you know, He's letting this happen. He's watching this happen. He's yeah. setting things in motion and just kind of studying the results. For but his it, own. Get, mm-hmm. it gets better. How does it get better? Fist fight, Ripley versus Ash. And you know what? She got some good licks in there. Oh, yeah. She's a tough fucking chick. And I fucking dug it. That scrawny <laughs> little girl with no ass is strong as shit. But she keeps getting beat up. And, for, and he like pins her down and is rolling this... Oh, wait, 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 wait. They're in the porn section of the computer room because, duh, because, duh, the the porn corner. And he rolls up this dirty magazine, who's probably crunchy as shit, and tries to shove it it in in her her mouth. And first of all, I'm like, how is that even, like, that makes no fucking sense. Yeah, I was kind of Because then you're just essentially just putting a breathing tube into her mouth. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's, I mean, she'll get a paper cut. (laughs) (laughs) And it would be really, I don't know, it must be very awkward. I don't know. I've never had anything jammed in my mouth like that. You want? No. I mean, you can make it. (laughs) It's the first time for everything. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a lot of things (laughs) I can shove in your mouth. (laughs) No, yeah, I'm not. uh, No, yeah, yeah, no. No, I'm not trying to to explore that avenue. But, but yeah. I can imagine that it must be pretty awkward, especially yeah, if it's I forced. Imagine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. By Bilbo. <laughs> By yeah. fucking Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> Just shoving porno mags right down your throat. I mean, doesn't isn't that how Mondays work? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay, so suddenly Parker and Lambert come in and they start beating up on Ash. And guess what? Ash is a fucking Android. Yep. And yep. I don't mean Mac, uh, I don't mean iPhone versus Android. I'm talking <laughs> about he's a fucking robot. Yeah. And he like gets beat up till he falls to pieces. And when he his his, his, his head gets they decapitate him. The, yeah. yeah, his yeah. head gets detached from his body. And what did I say? He's fucking spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. Come to find out that the, his innards were actually pasta noodles. Well, we Yummy. have been talking. More food. <laughs> yeah, we've been talking about decapitations uh, scenes in movies. Um, I thought this was a really good one, and yes. and um, yeah. So we've because uh, what was it? Um, the Omen. I remember you guys were talking. Yeah, about the it. Omen. There was a decapitation scene. Yeah, and we were kind of going in and talking the about best decapitation right. scenes ever right. was in the Omen. It was just so. Right, but every Perfect. time I see another one in a movie, I feel like, well, well, that one was just as good or whatever, if you know, not <laughs> if not better. Well, yeah. that one was more of a, it's more like breaking your robot. It's like taking your head off I, a Barbie. But it's, yeah. it's his reaction and his like noise. He's still smiling. Yeah. Where he's like, yeah. What the fuck? He's like, his 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 veins are full of semen it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even, well, remember he was like sweating he was, where he was like sweating uh, milk sort of like milk or yeah, yeah, milk. he was <laughs> drinking milk right like what the fuck was that was it coolant i don't know because he's a yeah, he's a robot like there's got to be some cooling mechanism but yeah it didn't look like milk as much as it looked like semen yeah or some kind it of it was uh, gross well i don't know i thought and it was just like they, a 
white. They put his function. <laughs> it's gotta be it's a just by cum power. Yeah. Cum power. <laughs> um, so oh, what they did, and so they have like their hands are all covered with cum, and <laughs> they put his head back together to work so that they can get information, like how do we kill it? Do we have a way? Whatever. And all he can actually tell them is. I know what he can do. All I can do is feel sorry for you, really, is all he says. He pretty much says, vaya con Dios. Best <laughs> uh, luck and fuck off. And noodles. <laughs> and and noodles. so I, I got so hungry. I think I'm yeah. hungry. I don't know. You, you keep calling them noodles because you think that it looked like spaghetti noodles or something Yeah, like his ins- and they were made of spaghetti noodles. Oh, okay. Like uncooked, gotcha. I mean, not co- uncooked, cooked pasta. Gotcha. We got to go back and look. I'll show you. I can spot food. I don't know. It's just that <laughs> whenever it's not... For some reason, when you kept calling them noodles, like I was thinking about it in the terms of like it's a nickname. From the gorillas. <laughs> what? Noodles from, was it gorillas? Well, I don't know where it's or from. Or noodles from Offspring. No, there's some some movie or some TV show or something where I feel like that there's a character named Noodles and I don't know why. <laughs> oh, you thought but I was. Every time, yeah, every time you said it, I wasn't correlating like food. I'm like, why Why are you nicknaming <laughs> Noodles? Like noodles? Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking Bilbo, clearly, <laughs> dumb cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so, so they kill Bilbo. And, um, or turn him off. Yeah, I don't know. What, yeah, whatever it is. I mean, it's a robot, right? Right. Yeah. And so they, they had no idea the whole time. Nobody knew he was a ro- right. uh, so cyborg, probably, when they or tried, robot or whatever you When they were going him. to add the mm-hmm. the sexual, com- sexual component to everything, it was mainly because they wanted to show that, you know, everything's a little bit more lax when, um, you know, when you spend all this time in space, like everybody has needs and they need to be able to, you know, take care of one another. Right. Um, But specifically, there was supposed to be a scene in which Ripley asks Lambert if she's ever slept with 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 Bilbo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because apparently everybody sleeps with each other. Well, I mean, yeah, you got nothing I mean, to yeah, and giant ship, nothing to do. I mean, there was gonna like, be this whole lesbian affair between Lambert and Ripley, and I'm like, can we go back and do <laughs> it? Like, <laughs> can you add that in post? <laughs> and Lambert, uh, spoiler in uh, Aliens, uh, you've seen the Aliens, yeah. It briefly, when the Ripley does the briefing, uh, and they see, you know, the people, her crew from this movie. Lambert is referred to, shown in the um, the bio, as a man. Lambert was a man and became a woman. And that was James Cameron's basically official take on the character. So moving forward, Lambert was a male that transitioned into a woman. Wow. I fucking love this movie. It's progressive it's as shit. It's very forward thinking, yeah. yeah. I fucking dig it. Yeah. So go it's see the movie aliens. for this generation. Absolutely. So did you, wait, did you mention James Cameron? So he directed in, alien, in Aliens. He in directed. Oh, yeah. okay. I didn't. I didn't realize that. So yeah. Uh, so yeah. in that movie, I fucking dig. But this it's franchise. like it's one of those things. Where it's like, <laughs> you have to like really focus on the the bios. Mm-hmm. But in there, it says Lambert was a male that transitioned into a woman. I fucking dig it. Oh gotcha. my god. Yes, I really love this movie. Um, oh, by the way, yeah. He, he asked me last night, he's like, did you, so did you like the movie? I'm like, I'm not telling you until tomorrow. <laughs> I fucking dug the fuck out of it. I, yeah, I fucking dug it. Okay. 
where are we now? Come, come, come. All right. Yeah. So they are like, we need to, we need to put an end to this fucker. Yeah. Here's, we're, we're going to stick to Dallas's plan. Let's fucking do this the right way. Yeah. Well, and so they try to do it again. And at the same time, wait. Well, isn't the plan again? that they're going to like torch the ship now? Right. right. They're they're like, yeah. They initially were going to try to do it again. But then after the whole Ash thing, they're like, we're going to take our chances. This. On the fucking put on on the shuttle because on the only shuttle. not basically not that many people could get in the shuttle. So from but, what I saw, maybe it holds two because there's two right. of those captain's chairs in there. So maybe it's designed for two. And initially, uh, Ripley said it doesn't hold four. Gotcha. Right. So three, maybe maybe it holds three. <laughs> and yeah, a cat. Someone, yeah. <laughs> the goddamn cat. <laughs> fucking Milo. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so they're like, fuck it, we're just gonna destroy the fucking ship get all the coolant you can we're gonna need it bring it to the shuttle we're gonna take our chances let's bounce and so then they split up and that's like the first thing i'm like yeah you're like don't there's only three of you stick together like come on y'all hold hands right now (laughs) (laughs) we need to get through this together and so um so they do split up ripley goes to prepare the shuttle Right. And Lambert and Parker go and grab all the coolant and supplies that they may need. Right. right. Doesn't Ripley also go looking for the cat? I well, right. so, okay, yeah, yeah. So the, so while they're gathering together coolant, which are just these big cylindrical kind of like helium tanks. Yeah. Um, they're just pulling them off of, I guess, whatever other place they were using it. Um, Ripley is getting the ship together and she hears, you know, because they have those little intercoms that they switch on and off. Mm -hmm. She can hear them kind of in the distance, but then she also hears one of them is transmitting a meow. Gotcha. And I'm like, why the fuck are you getting the cat? (laughs) And Stefan is like, well, if it was Josie, because I have a cat. Like it was Josie. I'm like, yeah, I see your point. Let me me tell you something. (laughs) Yeah. I hope my cat Bailey's not listening to this podcast because I love you, Bailey. But if that situation posed itself, I'd be like, peace out. I'm like, you're on your own. See, that's animal abuse. (laughs) It's, let's see, get mauled to death by giant creature that bleeds acidic acid. And also, too, I'm pressed for time. You know, I don't don't have enough time. Because they have to do all of this in 10 minutes. From 10 minutes from the self-destruct. Right. Um, to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. So Ripley goes and she gets the kitten, <laughs> puts it in a fucking cage and starts to head back to the shuttle to finish what she was supposed to fucking be doing. Yeah. So sort of looking for the fucking cat, a feeler, but also responsibilities. Yeah, she I mean, deviated from the mission. Yeah, exactly. And what happens when you deviate from the mission? Shake Motherfuckers get blown up. Yeah. So she goes and she's going though. She's going but she hears screaming because off in the distance we go back to um to the other two and and uh, they're loading up those fucking cylinders and suddenly lambert stops and parker tells her get the fuck out of there and she is paralyzed she can't move she is shitless because the fucking xenomorph is right in front of her and she can't fucking move right that's a terrifying that, yeah. that's fight or flight that's freeze remember i told you they added freeze they added freeze yeah, it's <laughs> like, a very it's, it's, unsettling death too it looks almost like oh a, my god like, like a rape almost like so I, mean, it I didn't it feels, it feels violation i don't know if they have that 
seen in the director's cut, maybe more of it. But from what we saw is we heard screaming and then we hear over the intercom and Ripley hears it, that Parker is telling her to fucking move yeah. and, and Labyrinth is just screaming. So then when Ripley finally, like she like drops the cat wherever it was and she goes and goes to yeah. look for them. And we just see Parker dead on the floor, but yeah. all we see is Lambert's legs and blood. Yeah, he basically, before he kills her, inevitably, he kind of slides, like, I don't know if it's a part of his arm. Oh, his leg, tail, tail or something was curling goes, around her leg. It kind of goes up her pant legs, and she seems like she's, it feels very invasive and, like, kind of... It kinda, rapey? Rapey, yeah, very rapey. Uh, the initial, they had a death for her where they wrote where she was going to get stuck inside of a thing that was too small for her. Basically where Jonesy went to, mm. she was going to crawl in there and then the alien was going to find her, open it up and she was going to die of a heart attack or just a fright, hmm. which I felt like. The I death- totally feel that happening. Like, can you imagine you're turning a corner and this fucker is right next, not, not you, sorry. I pointed at you. <laughs> not that fucker, the other fucker. <laughs> I pointed at you. The fucker in the movie. <laughs> to the corner and this fucker is right there. <laughs> that heart attack. But I, I, that's a very real thing. Like, Yeah, yeah. especially I if you've never seen her. anything like that before. You know yeah. I mean? This is I, the first time you've ever seen a life form that looks like this. And it's, it's just, That would have been the most relatable death, even yeah, if yeah. all of us have died from being missing from aliens. Yeah. You know, like, you get scared to death. And that fire is terrifying. Yeah. And juicy. Yeah. And juicy. Yeah. yeah, moist is a terrifying word. <laughs> <laughs> and and basically Parker tries to fucking fight the thing, but it just overpowers him and just yeah. basically turns his face. I mean, Parker was kind of the shit. You know. He's a badass. At first I didn't like like they had him eating throughout the entire movie, except for when he died. I don't know. You pick up on these little subtleties that I, I, don't, I don't know. I didn't notice him overeating. He, he was hungry. He ate throughout the entire movie. <laughs> How can you guys not know that? Like I, I'm, I'm just saying that I didn't pick up on those cues. He, he so may he have did. been. Just, but I just remember he wanted money. He yeah, wanted, I wanted, do remember he wanted that. To get his money. He was like, "Are we going to get paid the same yeah. amount?" But. You know? um, but yeah, he ate throughout the time. But I, I didn't like like just stereotypical. But you're right; it's truckers. It's supposed yeah. to be blue collar, whatever. Yeah. Okay, fine, I get it. But he kicked ass, even though he yeah. died. He died trying. Yeah. And so Ripley sees this. She sees her death, and she's like, "I'm out, this bitch." <laughs> and she goes, and she she gets um she gets uh, Jonesy. Jonesy, and she's heading back to the shuttle. Mm-hmm. And she sees that there's the fucking. So wait. Did she get? Did she do the self destruct first and then get Josie? She, uh, Josie, she, she, <laughs> that's she my did, cat's name. She did the self destruct. Then she was trying to get Jones, or she she saw what happened. She got Jonesy, and then she tried to stop stop uh-huh. the mother. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so all of this. So now we're on a time crunch because there's ten minutes from the self destruct um, to get the fuck out of there. But you have the first five minutes to change your mind, yeah, and so she right. goes and she's. A second late. So she's like, I gotta fucking leave. So she's going back to the ship. Um, initially when she go back, she went back to the ship, she had to like run away from the from the xenomorph, xeno xenomorph. Xenomorph. Um, but then the second time she goes back there, she grabs um the cat because you think that the alien's gonna eat it, but I guess it doesn't eat through boxes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so she goes into the shuttle, and when she gets to the shuttle, um I, I I was telling Stefan the whole time, I'm yeah. like, 
she needs to fucking make sure that shit's not there. She needs to like she needs to look around. Fucking look around. She Turn on the fucking light. She totally half-assed it. She half-assed it. And so she she goes in there and she takes off right on time. And she's like, like zooms across space. And then she's looking from the ship, um, from the shuttle at the ship. And it explodes three times for some reason. Yeah. Three times for some reason. Traumatic effect. Yeah. Three yeah. times. <laughs> so, um, and then, so then she kind of has this moment of release, just, oh, and she goes, I got you or something like that. She goes, like, I fucking got you. And then she puts, she puts the cat into a pod so he can sleep on one. So it's for two because there's two pods, I think. Yeah. And then um, she goes and she gets, unexplicably, she gets naked. Well, she... You not know, naked, but bra and uh, panties. To, yeah, uh, a bralette and no bra, panties. Yeah, no bra. Yeah. Definitely no, no bra. Definitely no bra. Definitely no bra. And so she's like just walking around. She takes off her necklace, and even if you're like the only person there, she like throws her necklace on the floor. Like that's rude. <laughs> and so, and so she's doing that, and then. Um, Maybe Ash gave her the necklace. And she's like, fuck <laughs> she's it. She's like, yeah, who knows? Your cum bracelet. Your asshole. <laughs> noodle. <laughs> noodle. With your noodle dick. <laughs> Explains so much. <laughs> so um, she's walking around and then I was like, and this is, I'm, I'm saying uh, the, my experience because right. it's my first time seeing it ever. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh my God, Stefan. Oh my God, is that it? Oh my God, Stefan. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you see, oh my God. Right, you see it right by her, right? Yeah. I'm like, dude, no. I told you she had to check. Why didn't you make her check? <laughs> and so being totally irrational, right? But I was like, oh my God. But she did like, she saw it and she did such a good job. She started backing away. and She backs away into a closet where they're hanging, where the, the suits, the space suits are hung. And she gets her ass yeah, inside. Yeah, she's trying to them. like get inside the suit while being... Quiet, but you know, oh, the little motherfucker is yeah. sleeping. He even yawns. It's fucking cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna like, call it cute. He's like, ah, I just killed a bunch of motherfuckers. Bang. Oh, I have <laughs> tendon in my mouth. <laughs> so, tastes like Lambert. Oh, I raped her good. <laughs> so she, um, she also somehow has a harpoon. Oh, because it's Jaws in space. Right, because it's Jaws in space. She has a harpoon. So anyway. It materializes. Yeah. It's like manifest. <laughs> <laughs> like when when I was like, um, oh, we got exactly what we wanted. We got this studio. We got it in the area. We wanted it. And then the other day we were looking for parking. We couldn't find fucking parking. Like we didn't, we weren't specific enough in our request <laughs> to the universe. We didn't include parking. <laughs> well, shit. But a harpoon just suddenly appears so her plan is to strap herself in to the um to the chair and somehow there's spray of gases that go exactly where he where the alien is i'm assuming it's a dude because it's an asshole (laughs) (laughs) and so it's so we we don't know the gender of it yeah right because later on in like alien three is there's eggs everywhere yeah there's there's queens and there's different kind of breeds well it probably wasn't the queen because Yeah, it was a like a warrior drone sorry nerd alien nerd geek coming out here yeah yeah (laughs) whatever (laughs) (laughs) so she 
sprays down this mist and it scares him out of its hiding space. And as soon as she's, um, what was it? She, it's coming closer to her and closer to her. And she's like turned around because she's like terrified. And finally it gets too close and she lets out this scream. And it's like a scream that I still feel right now in my chest building up and it comes out and she screams and she pushes the fucking button. The airlock opens up and it goes out into fucking space. <laughs> she turns around because the door is closed, but he's stuck onto it because um, what what part is stuck on there? Oh, because oh, yeah. she does the harpoon. Yeah. Also, he kind of grabs the sides a little bit mm-hmm. of the, the door. Yeah. And so he's like stuck on there. So finally... Uh, and oh, and then he's like trying to clamor into the like the thrusters, the, or something yeah, like that. or yeah. I don't know. I was gonna say propeller, the engine, or <laughs> part of yeah. it, whatever. Yeah. Like yeah. if it was an airplane, the engine where the birds always go in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it tries to climb in there, but she fucking pushes the button for the thruster. I don't know, whatever. The engine, <laughs> science, 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 <laughs> and it fucking burns him off, like, and sends him out flying into space. And she lives. Yeah. And so I was. Com- and yeah. she kicks ass. And that is the movie. And she is the shit. Oh, yeah. my That's God. That's when I also realized that I remember a little bit more of Aliens probably than. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, wait, where's that other scene where like the thing comes right up in her face? Yes. And that didn't happen. Um, and there was a few other things, too. I feel like I was like, wait, wait, it's over. What, what's yeah. going on? Like. So watch the next one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The, uh, the yeah. Aliens. Because uh, there's always kind of like everyone always says it's alien or aliens. I I love both movies. So um, why though? Why is it one or the other? Well, it shouldn't be. You you can love both equally for different reasons. Because the first movie is more of a horror film. The second one is uh, straight. No, it's a straight like war movie, action oh, war movie. Cool. Because it um, and the characters you really love the characters in the second one. I would probably say it even more than the first one. Uh, as awesome as Ripley is, and uh, when you see Aliens, you'll realize what I mean. I love Sigour- I love Sigourney Weaver. I love Ellen Ripley so much, but she's not even my favorite character in the series. My favorite character in the series is in the second one. Is it's a dude, huh? No, it's a girl, Vasquez, who okay. is the most badass fucking character uh, for me, even more than Sarah Connor. She's oh, it's very funny you say Sarah Connor because I was like, okay, so this one is like Terminator, and then Aliens is like Terminator Two, in which it's now let's fucking go to war. Yeah, it's not even about the kid anymore. It's about no, let's it's, fucking win this, right? Yeah, it's it's straight war, which is it's, the better movie by the way. Because you in Aliens, you you know you've already seen what she's went through in Alien, and it's basically like she's gone through hell already. She doesn't want to go back. But because something happens, she's like, she has to conquer, Ripley has to conquer her fear. And there are themes of like her as a mom that she has to go through. Uh, when you watch the movie, you know what I mean. Uh, but she has to basically slay the dragon, slay the demon, mm. uh, her her fears and conquer it in order to win. And then, uh, but you really love the Marines that are in that movie that are with her on this. Uh, again, I would say the three best are Hudson, Hicks, Vasquez. Vasquez being my personal favorite because she is a bad motherfucker. She never falters. She just, 
strong. And I think that's what James Cameron used to really do well with women uh, in that he wrote, he wrote very, very strong women. And again, she's my favorite. And when I met the actress, Jeanette Goldstein, I fucking nerded out <laughs> i was like i was like i mean she sells she sells fucking uh bras in like hollywood now uh um, really yeah she's fucking but she's fucking sweet as fuck but uh i remember when i met her i was like oh i was like you are such a fucking inspiration i was like i was like you know i was like you never had fucking badass latinas in movies she's like oh dude i'm jewish and <laughs> <laughs> so i was like you could have fooled the fuck out of you me you could be a brown jew yeah, she she uh, she is. She's. A I, I know some brown Jews. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's a brown Jew. She's fucking awesome. So go That's watch that movie. I... That movie is the Damn, shit. Too bad I don't wear bras. Otherwise, we'd go and nerd out. <laughs> you can just go there and just hang out. She'll she'll so you talk... buy one. She will randomly talk to people <laughs> when stupid. she sees girl when she sees girls <laughs> when she saw girls with big breasts in the line. She was like, "Oh my god, what size are you?" <laughs> and she would just like like you know I I have a if you if you wear bras. I know the perfect place you can go to. She's the shit. I, I fucking I fucking love her. Um, so definitely watch Aliens. Uh, Alien Three uh, is I kind think, of an acquired taste. I think by that time it was you know the the Hollywood machine took over the franchise and yeah. they were just trying to do like sell toys and oh, yeah. all that other stuff too. They, yeah, but Alien Three they had so many versions. They said so many rewrites of that script. There's at least five different versions of that movie laying around. Uh, as opposed to what they because they were going to do one with William Gibson was going to do one that was going to be like a two-parter like the Matrix uh, then they changed it to they were going to I swear to God it was going to be monks on a wooden planet I'm not being I'm being serious monks <laughs> monks on a wooden planet and then it was going to be a prison planet or, 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 or a prison experiment and then they kind of merged the, the different scripts into Alien 3 which is David Fincher's first, like, big budget movie. Um, and there's a lot of shit that went down on that movie. So David Fincher never talks about that movie to this day because, like you said, Hollywood was kind of meddling. And then... Was yeah. that Alien Resurrection? No, that, that one's that one's awful. <laughs> that one's... Oh, Joss, okay, Joss Alien Whedon, 3. Joss Whedon wrote the script for Alien Resurrection. Joss Whedon, yeah, absolutely. Okay, and then after that one was Requiem? Requiem? No, that's Alien vs. Predator was after that. Then okay. Requiem. Requiem was awful. I hate that movie yeah. so much. I, I don't think, yeah. I, I mean, think I'm just going to watch Aliens. As you said. And then I'm going to still watch AVP. Because yeah. AVP, Alien, so Alien. Yes. Final verdict. It was great. I fucking dug the crap out of it. I thought there would be a lot more because uh, Ripley, even though I've never seen the movie before, yeah. um, is such an iconic character that... It's like a Sarah Connor. It's yeah. a it's a empowered woman that you know is going to kick your ass, right? Yeah. So I expected more in the movie, but also in watching it and considering the time, it very much like she was third in command. You know what I mean? Like it was still yeah. very progressive, more so with more of the explanations you're giving me. Yeah. So absolutely, it's a fucking phenomenal movie. It's great. It's absolutely. One that stands the test of time, I think, because even though it's graphics and everything from the 1970s, yeah. in 2019, it still holds its weight. Yeah, some things are cheesy. Like you see the robot head when it's not animated. It's yeah. like just a, 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 a dummy. And 
you see that the xenomorph is a guy in a suit. But if you just watch it as in, I'm watching this for the experience instead of, let me see what's wrong with this movie. Yeah. Yeah. If you just watch it just for the sake of just being in the movie and not just just watching it, but experiencing the movie. If you do that, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. One of the things that I noticed, um, you know, going back to, is it a, you know, horror enough to be in the horror genres. It does um, have the final girl, right? Mm-hmm. The, the, as yeah, the final girl so, yeah. from the 70s. It's right. a 70s movie, so, final girl. <laughs> that was one of the themes that kind of still, you yeah. know, stood well, strong. So I want to say that it is a horror movie um, because you have your bad guy coming to kill a whole group of people yeah. that are sexually free. Now, they didn't add the sexual component to it, but yeah. there's fucking going on there's um this the bad people were attacked first right the people that didn't listen were attacked first sure and there was a villain um and it scared the crap out of you and it was had a lot of moments that you just felt uneasy yeah even though the 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 cut we saw was in the director's cut with the extended Lambert death scene there was still that creeping of the tail up the leg which was very unsettling yeah right so yeah yeah, definitely horror movie sci-fi horror right it just builds to that moment because when that moment happens it just it hits it basically hits the ground running and it doesn't like let up because uh, it becomes yeah. essentially a slasher film. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. I, I definitely see how um, how a lot of the elements from like my favorite one of my favorite horror movies, uh, Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, uh, how that um, is very much represented here in this movie because you definitely get moments where you're like, nobody, but I know it happens. I can feel it. Like we didn't see the extended elaborate death scene, but yeah. we felt it. Right. And um, you like you you mentioned that she was gonna have a heart attack. Like just even the idea of it, I feel that. Like I, I feel that unease even now. Like oh my god, I totally can relate. I can totally understand how she yeah. would just For die. Because I mean, she's very. I know a lot of fans of Aliens will sometimes criticize her because they're like, oh, well, Lambert's just freaking out too much. And I'm like, well, what the fuck would you do? Right. It's well, everybody, <laughs> I say this almost on every episode because horror is all about trauma, yeah. right? Lots of trauma. Everybody responds to trauma differently. If somebody were to come here right now and, and try to kill us or hold us up, you're going to react differently than he is. He's going to react differently than I am. Absolutely. You know, one of us will have like, Uh, (laughs) one of us will definitely freeze one of us will definitely fight and one of us is definitely going to just break down crying it's okay i I think i would i would laugh (laughs) i think my first reaction would be you know what that laughter is that when you're laughing what that is it's you releasing your anxiety yeah no i would be laughing because i feel like First of all, what are you gonna take? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything for you, bro. I mean, I have it would six just be, bucks. You want my six bucks? <laughs> no. Sometimes I just I feel like I'm waiting for confrontation. So like I'd be like, really, well, really, you, you want to try that? Kind of the same way. Yeah, I get that. Absolutely. Where were we? Where I was? Where were we? We were somewhere, and I'm like, yeah, I fucking hope she's there. So I feel like punching somebody, right? When was that? I, I unfortunately it was have the recently. Same, yeah, I have the same kind of like where I'm just like I'm on edge, and I'm just like. I hope this person like wants to start shit. <laughs> it was very recently. I was like, I hope somebody, so-and-so is there. Cause I really feel like 
Just Yeah, that just sounds like a regular Tuesday to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pacifist. <laughs> and a sociopath. Slightly. <laughs> Definitely a narcissist. <laughs> but no, it's it's a great movie. It's a fantastic yeah. film. Absolutely. Well, I'm excited for the next one. I'm excited for Aliens. You gotta watch it. I gotta watch it. And I think, uh, I think, I think really the thing, because we talked about it last week and this week it came up, um, came on as a suggestion. Yeah. I watched the trailer right as I was like, Hmm, I was like, yeah, let me put just watch it without me. I'm going to stab you. Yeah, of course. I watch all the trailers without you. (laughs) (laughs) No, I meant the movie. I might watch it without you too. And we're talking about the 1982 thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not the, not the, prequel which has the same name that came out like i think in 2011 or something i i didn't know i found out about that but i didn't know about that before it's yeah it's not that good (laughs) stick with the original well we try to stick with the originals here yeah awesome yeah there are only a select few that will be watched you know like as far as remakes go and that's just because they stand on their own yeah and those are few and far between yeah not many not many now definitely Right. Um, Wait. So, thanks. So that that's all for today. Did you uh, have uh, any other? I mean, did you want to say anything else about the movie before we like wrap up? Or anything? Asking that. Oh, oh, go ahead. At least you're interrupting. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for coming. It was. You're welcome. Thank you for being our first guest. You popped our cherry. I, um, I did. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, definitely. We talked a lot. We were a loquacious bunch, <laughs> but, um, anything fun. else you want to add about the movie? Do you have a website up or anything uh, you want to plug? Uh, yeah, you can find, um, the production company on Facebook at, uh, 26 reels, which is 26 spelled out in reels. R E E L S. We'll add it in our show notes. Sweet. And then, uh, you can find me on Instagram at, uh, Sultan, sarcasm (laughs) (laughs) he's the sultan (laughs) and then um you can find me on imdb under buddy chambers absolutely awesome awesome you have anything um no yeah it was great to having you and uh look forward to maybe doing some more too hell fucking yeah Yeah, Yeah. come back anytime yeah please any like john carpenter wes craven david lynch shit i'm all in on that so let's do it dune (laughs) yeah (laughs) David? You know, we went to go see Eraserhead oh, yeah. at a midnight showing. Yeah. And that, that it was, was interesting. fucking insane. He's, I don't think I understood all of it. It's like, but it's David Lynch, so you're not expected yeah. to know. Like, I've only seen Eraserhead once. I feel yeah. like I have to watch it at least 72 more times before <laughs> I fully understand and it. You, and even if you see it 72 times, you won't fully understand it. The 73rd one is the magic one. <laughs> his, his work is very interpretive, and he will never ever explain his art because like yeah. there was an interview where he was like he's very cryptic and he's that's kind of what the charm about him but he's like yeah so i think eraser has my most spiritual movie and the interviewer's like oh really like care to explain and he just goes no you know what i kind of <laughs> get that yeah yeah i can see that i would say uh a lot of his stuff i i love maholland drive i love blue velvet um a lot of his stuff is very lost highway well, I've, I I learned about him from, uh, from where, where we started talking a lot yeah. was, was Twin Peaks. Like I'm obsessed with that show. <laughs> he sent me every episode. Oh, I did. Yeah, I did. He that. sent me every fucking episode. <laughs> did, you watch, did you watch the third season? I watched the entire thing. Oh, it's so fucking great. 
Like it, it, it's fucking insane, and I fucking love it. And I want to have a log. This is and, the uh, newer version yeah. that came out yeah. recently. Did yeah. you see? Do you remember? I remember my mind was blown. The one it was episode eight. I'll be quick. It was episode eight where it's basically the you see the nine inch nails performance, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> And no, I don't remember. I, I guess oh. how long ago was this? I think it was, what, it was, it was year the, it, four. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it starts like they're at this. They're at this uh, bar where they normally perform. They have mm. artists perform, and then uh, it cuts to like black and white, and you see like test bombings and shit from like uh, they're testing in New Mexico, and you see this explosion, and then they do a. They do a whole backstory mythology of Twin Peaks and the killer Bob, uh, but they do it in the most visual way. And you're like, I'm watching it with a friend who's kind of following it and another friend who has no idea what the fuck's going on. And he's just seen all these visuals and it's fucking insane. And you're just like, he's just like, what the fuck is going on? Because this is going on for minutes, like at least 10 <laughs> minutes. And he's just like, I'm just seeing static on the screen. What is this? I'm like, believe it or not, they're explaining a lot. But I said, like, you kind of have to know what going on to have any semblance of what the fuck's going on and then it ends with a fucking um i don't know what the fuck it is like a frog slash moth creeping into a girl's mouth and she goes to sleep and you you're just watching this going at the end of the that's episode, a david Lynch yeah. Movie. Yeah, you're just like what the fuck did i just watch yeah the, well, when we watched uh eraser head I, I don't remember who the animator is but i don't know if you're familiar with this whole rusty spoons thing on mm-hmm. the internet uh it, it's very along the lines of what eraser head and david lynch's kind of imagination is it there's like uh some british animator does these weird really weird out there kind of like animated short movies but there's like a bunch of them on youtube yeah. um there's the the rusty spoons one was where it started from and i i don't know there's this thing called salad fingers and so i don't know i can't really explain it <laughs> trust me it's but that's what i'm saying like it's it's like eraser head in the in the sense that it's just so out there and you don't yeah. understand the imagery or whatever he's got another one where there's these beetles and there's like this mucus thing and it's like I it's <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty crazy I, I can't remember the animator but uh he's shit. nuts he i mean he does things intentionally like I don't even think he tries to troll the audience. I think he just does it because he feels like it. Because there's a sequence in Twin Peaks, uh, the third season, where he literally, a person is sweeping a fucking floor for about five minutes. And they're sweeping a floor. There's nothing... You're nothing see- else going nothing on. Nothing else going on. It's just sweeping the floor to music. And I'm just sitting there and... And loving friend, it? <laughs> I am laughing. I'm just loving it. And my friend's like, this is so... I go, Awesome. I was like, dude, I was like, imagine as an artist where you just are like, what are you going to do? I'm just going to have a person sweep a floor for five minutes and I'm going to get fucking paid for it and put it on TV. Only select few can because David Lynch can do those things. And you understand that he's, even if he's fucking with us and he's doing it because he's just high on everything at the same time. (laughs) Which he probably is. um, But you see it because you're like. It's brilliant. Yeah, but not only that, is everything that you experience and everything that you see, it's just a representation of what's inside you. Yeah. Your outside world is just a representation of your inside world. So even when you're looking at somebody sweeping for five minutes, yeah. what you're doing is you're really reflecting and going into yourself. And it's sure. it's artists like David Lynch who challenges you to look at yourself. 
that makes it such a brilliant experience. Yeah. I forgot that I gave you the whole third season. (laughs) Oh, shit. I did do that, didn't I? Yes. Yes. Awesome. I, I haven't got into any of that. I mean, well, I never, I I never had the time. To <laughs> watch it. I have it, so yeah. we can watch it. Cool. Yeah, well, it'll, it'll, it'll fuck with you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's um, it's really cool. I'm so glad you came. I really am. This was a lot so. of fun, and really welcome to come back anytime. So just yeah. let's just book it. Yeah, let's do it. Absolutely. All right. So that's all for us today. Um, um, yeah. thanks so much for visiting. We, uh, we were long on this one, but it really felt good and we didn't want to stop. Um, what do we got? Um, I don't know. Everything I'm will be really in the show sure. notes, yeah. but it's same old thing that like we try to thing. say every week. Check out our website, um, icecreampodcast.com. Right. Uh, email us at icecreamparlor.podcast at gmail.com. What? Nothing. I'm letting you do your thing. <laughs> I'm letting you do your thing. Visit us on social media. We're more <laughs> active on Instagram just because I like pre- I like pretty pictures. And um, check out Buddy Chambers, his IMDb, his um, his social media handles, uh, his website. Everything is going to be in our show notes as well. Yeah. Let us know when that uh, release date comes out for that movie. Well, Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all for now. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you Thanks for having again. me. Yeah. Okay, bye.